Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive in June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive in June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This is the Sexy Unique Podcast. An exploration of Vanderpump Rules. Ain't nobody got me feeling like I'm feeling you. And I'm your host, Laura Marie Shane Hall. Everybody freeze, put your hands up. We ain't about to take it easy. I hope your cake's up. Love it with the beach. Here we go so in. Come and go with a friend. You'll be both in. Hi, everyone, and welcome back to another episode of Sexy Unique Podcast. Wow. Wow. Sup? I'm here with Star of Barry. I, I'm like, there's so much to list. You could say we'll co-star. Co-star. I don't want people to get like too excited. <laughs> co-star Barry, creator, writer, director uh-huh. of Bonding on Netflix. On Netflix, yeah. And Pumphead, true Pumphead. Yes, absolutely. Writer pump, pump, pump it up. Hi. Hi. How I'm so you? happy to have you here. Oh my god! I, you know this is my favorite thing to do. I say this to you all the time. She she texted me to lying, see if I could do it, and I immediately was like, "Yes, when I'm in New York, I will come back." <laughs> what do you want to do? You're here for a very short period of time before you head back uh, out on the road, <laughs> baby. And I was so I'm flattered that you made time to do the pod. Oh my god! Anything for you. You have a lot to say. Also, you have such people. a nice apartment. I know I've talked about it before, but it's like truly chic, you guys. It actually <laughs> really is. 
Um, and I'm very jealous. Thank you. Yeah. This is why also I like just the compliments. They keep coming. I mean, you have stairs. Yeah. In your one bedroom it's apartment. It's like a house. Yeah. A teeny, a tiny house. I mean, I'm, this is the exact size of a tiny house that I would want where I'd have a tiny house. Oh yeah. And you would I be on HGTV yeah. with your tiny house. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No. So small. Yeah. Small and gorgeous. Yeah. I mean, I'll never have you over to my house. Why? Not until it like things really start going like monetarily in my direction. Mm-hmm. Pay off that Amex, get a couple things going. Yeah. Um, it's just I like to say it's Melrose Place after the apocalypse. <laughs> Chernobyl place. <laughs> yes, it really is. It really is. It's just in WeHo, like in their old part of town, because I know they've all moved to the valley now. But in they like, upgraded the Vander- to their exactly same farmhouse. I, yes, and we will get into that because yeah. I do think production must be. Have you talked about this at all? That production must be in this somehow involved with their real estate. I think so. That is my conspiracy theory. Yes. Whoa, wait, expand on this. I believe that they are all buying houses near each other to contain production and make sure, much like in West Hollywood, that they are all living in the same space and creating this new, like, 2.0 world. Okay, yes. Sorry, Sheena. (laughs) (laughs) Marina Del Rey was... Sheena Marina Del Rey. Yeah, potentially the worst decision ever, but... I have a conspiracy theory or just a hunch that Sheena is going to be having like a spinoff of some sort. Oh, because of the Palm Springs home? I I don't I think just because like her Vegas connections and maybe <gasps> they'll be doing a show about that and then she could head that up, which I think it's Sheena's time to shine. Okay, so that's interesting because they are, I read recently that they are developing the Vanderpump Rules Vegas Yes. Right. Yeah. Um. And and they need like a link over. They I, always do it, like with yeah. Summer House. Mm-hmm. So yeah, they do need that link. Whether she stays or not is, um, you know, who yeah. can say? But she loves Vegas. She loves. She knows like kind of a desert lady. Like she loves a desert. She moment. really does. I mean, <laughs> Palm Springs, Azusa, which I have only driven through on yeah. the way to much better places. Yes, I've just always heard people say like, "Bitch, I'm from Azusa." Yeah. So like that is always kind of scary. It seems like deserty. Yeah, for sure. And then she loves Vegas. She had her show there. Yeah, her wedding was essentially. Her wedding was like a desert with some bushes around it. But it was actually like a beautiful setting. Yeah, yeah, no, it was. You're, and I you're say right. that now I'm just because I cruel. know someone who recently got married at the same place that Sheena did. Really? Yes. And the bride, I think when they went to go see where like touring wedding location, she was like, absolutely not. I'm not fucking getting married. We're like <laughs> someone from Vanderbump rules. And they got there and it was stunning. And she stunning. was like, actually, we love it. Well, it's definitely better than when Kate, where Katie and Tom got married. They got married by a train track. <laughs> <laughs> i mean i'm sorry but no to uh, me it honestly looked like like weird hillbilly parts of upstate new york yeah it was like a martha marcy may marlene yes like exactly any, that Elizabeth would, like, crawl out of the woods at any given moment you know that was like lisa was like absolutely not yeah how did we end up here how did we end up by the freight and how much track? did this cost i think it was 50k 50k but i think they paid for it with diff eyewear sponsored posts okay new conspiracy theory mm-hmm. why is everything on vanderpump vanderpump rules 50k <laughs> it is it's like the running price point i just think it's a fake number yeah 
Because, wait, Jax's... Well, now what's interesting is all of them are spending... Like, they're on, like, a bit of a live, laugh, spend journey (laughs) as of late. Yeah. But, like, everything that they bought is around the same, like ish amount so like sandoval bought the motorcycle and the sidecar was like 18k okay stassi bought her like outfit of the day day which was 17k okay um britney and Jax's wedding party or whatever that was engagement party party that was oddly wedding like oh absolutely like you cut a cake and like (laughs) i'm like uh, okay engagement cake (laughs) that was like 15k so they're in like a flex, like their flex zone is about like a 15, 16K of just like throwaway money. That's the throwaway money. That's where they are right now. But yeah. can you imagine also for Brittany and Jax to know that they have multiple locations that they could get for free through production, through Lisa Vanderpump and still paying to have their engagement party somewhere else and then going back to Sir? Yeah. Did they end up going, don't they end up going back to Sir? No, or I think was the whole party out. took place. Oh, the there. whole party did take place yeah. there. Parts mm-hmm. of it looked like search. I know it does. It's always going to look like it looked like the bar. What we're realizing yeah, 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 yeah. is like <laughs> yeah. aesthetically, they love that look. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so it just yeah, stays sir like at yeah. all times. Yeah, I mean, I think Brittany has like a theme that she's ready to see out to the bitter end. Will they get to the bitter end? Maybe that's for I later think... in the podcast, but. I think they're fully going to get married. Yeah. I was really thinking about it today because I went and got my nails done. They're gorgeous, by the way. Thank you. And I was just like having a long think about Brittany and Jax's mm-hmm. relationship. And I came to the conclusion that I'm like on Brittany's side about all this because she seems to really enjoy <laughs> having her like he's really under her thumb. Yeah. Like he is fully like, yeah. yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. I think she screams at him. I'm sure there's tons she, of verbal abuse. We know she's a screamer. Yeah. And I think I was like, okay, if this, she clearly likes it. Right. And I, she wouldn't be getting married to him if she didn't just like love being in this position. Yeah. And I think that she is truly one of the people that we've seen on this show. You question everyone coming onto the show as a partner. And I would have to say that, uh, Bo and, and she are the two people where I've been like, I actually think you're here for this person. Mm-hmm. I actually think you love this person. Obviously, yeah. Brittany is now a full-fledged member of the show and everyone loves Brittany, but I think it's rightfully so. Yeah, I think she really does like love Jax. Yeah. That's where I ended today. Who knows what next week will bring thought-wise, right. but like I was like, okay, this is how I can like reconcile. I mean, he's truly going to fuck up again. Oh, within, I mean, it's only a matter of time. Before the wedding. Unless, if if he's not already doing it. Right. Which I think is a huge possibility. Right. Knowing who he is. Yeah. And that's the thing, too, is like, people, I don't think people change, like, at their core of who they are. Right. Which I think Jax, at his core, is a liar. Right. And like loves to fuck well and that's what tom sandoval was speaking to he's gotten so much shit during this reunion from every other person on the show for you know he's not the most eloquent person but he is coming out with a lot of the truths of the show which is that 
everyone does the things that James have been doing. Uh, James has been doing every, like, uh, will Jack's ever change? Like he's speaking to all of the correct things. I think that, uh, Ariana is also speaking to all of those things. Yeah. They seem to be the two people right now who can see outside of the sphere. Mm-hmm. Um, but no one wants to hear that. And also Sandoval, it's kind of almost for the first time that we see him, like he his awakening yes. is what's been going down on this reunion and I've really enjoyed it yeah. because I'm like I didn't think he'd get here. No. I didn't know if he could do it. Yeah. But he's here now and I like it. Yeah, but I do too. You know he's going to get punished for that Both by of the them. crew. Both of them are going to be I think eviscerated next year. And I think that she's ready for it. I don't know how ready Ariana. Yeah. I think she's asking What can they for even it. say about her? Well, I, she's friends with Stassi now, which I think is an alliance that serves them both. Absolutely. And I, I want to talk about Stassi a lot, but I find Stassi to be like unbelievably watchable. She's gotten the most amazing partner next to her. Mm-hmm. And I think that she's going to have a resurgence as the star of the show. I think she's been playing yeah. more of a bit part lately um and it's been comfortable for her mm-hmm. um but i'm i'm excited to see her kind of move back up in the ranks i'm shocked that she managed to turn me into a, like a stan that's right. another thing i was thinking yeah. about i was like I you think... don't know what she's done to you but you will take her pinot Grigio. exactly yeah. yeah i was <laughs> yeah. like how did we come to this like because yeah. i never saw that for myself yeah. but then i was like she is really good TV yeah. and I root for her and yeah. I believe that she does have like a level of introspection that a lot of them yes. don't. And I'm still, I don't know about Bo exactly. You don't. I'm kind of just like, I just don't know. <sighs> okay. It moved quick. Like I like them together mm-hmm. in theory, like, mm-hmm. but I also feel like now I'm a saucy stand to the point where I'm like, she could do better. Right. And you want to be protective of her. Yeah. And I'm just like, this relationship moved really fast. He's like on the show. He's do you believe in the that summer he house. Do ads. you believe that he hadn't seen the show before? I don't think so. I mean, I don't know. I never believe that, but maybe that's I just never because I'm that. the person who's seen them all. Yeah. And I would immediate, as soon as I have interest in anyone, I've gotten a full like dossier. Absolutely. Of everything they've ever done. Family members. Like I, Isn't I know Isn't that the most all. annoying thing when you're on a first date and they're like, so like, what do you do? And it's like, baby girl, yeah. you know, you just go- <laughs> like, just let's you know move you already past did it. You asked yeah. a million people that we have in common or whatever. We've already done it. Yeah. Now um, let's just talk like we're both in the know and we've both stalked heavily. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe that, maybe, maybe that's not his bag, but maybe that's I, not a straight guy thing. Yeah. As much. I don't know. I, I don't know. I don't encounter many straight guys. I hope that he is as nice as he comes off. Yeah. Like, I hope it's not like a Jason and Bethany type of thing. Did he come up with the name, uh, dark passenger? I don't know who came up with that. Whoever came up with it has to be. Well, I, isn't that like from Dexter? Or yes, something? it's from Dexter. Okay. But the but that whoever brought that to the table, I think deserves an award. Yeah, I just think it's like kind of working on a on a 
on a larger level than a lot of them are capable of. So I just think it has to be the two of them. Yeah. I don't know who else could do it, but I think it's fucking genius. Yeah. I'm into that. I'm also like, I'm ready to see what I'm ready to see a little bit more of Bo. Like what are his annoying traits? Because right now it's very heavy on like Stassi's the one with the problems and like blah, blah, blah. Well, he does wear wooden bow ties. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, his style is truly, yeah, it's awful. And we're maybe recording the f- the conversation between um, him and her mom about how great Stasi is, and then playing it back for her was kind of odd. Oh yeah. Oh no! Wait, did she record it and then play it for him? Who did it? Do you remember that? It's like early, early in this season. They. Oh yeah. They what? go to lunch with her mom before her mom totally fucks everything up, mm-hmm. and. Stasi goes to the bathroom and Bo secretly records. Did he record his mom? Wait, did th- oh, it's his mom. Yeah. yeah, it's on the pier. Is that his mom? I think that's oh, his so it's mom. Stasi and his mom. I'm sorry, everyone. I completely no. It's got okay. That I was like, there were a lot because of moms it's her to keep- listening to. No, no, yeah. he's listening to it in the confessional, and he gets emotional about them talking about him. Okay, okay. Now I remember it. Yeah. There's okay, just a well, lot of bow praise and I just want to level the playing field a little bit. Agreed. Okay. You know? Fair, fair. I'm ready for that. And you know that he's going to get, I mean, they're going to get knocked sideways. Next yeah. Year, like. But I think they do. I like out of all the guys that she's dated, like I'm happy to see her with someone that makes her really happy. Agreed. And like that she can just be herself and like do her thing. She seems really confident yeah. and comfortable in her own skin. Yeah. And it's great. I mean, I am a, I am a full Stasi. You're a Stassi well. fan yeah, from I'm, the I'm get go. Yeah. I love yeah. that. I even liked a uh, dark Stassi, but like not even dark passenger Stassi, but just like initial Stassi. Like I loved this girl who's so, she's so evil, like truly evil, truly like evil. one of those mean girls. That's like, they don't give a fuck. Knows like they, they're evil. Yeah. People knows who are they're evil, evil and they know they're evil on reality television, mm-hmm. I'm willing to play. I have a lot of respect for that. Yeah, but people who are evil and then come out and say that I'm not evil and this is, i.e., Lisa Vanderpump, mm-hmm. um, I have a huge issue with. Oh, yeah. Because that, that's like, you're fake. Yeah. What? Where do you stand on dog gate or puppy gate? Oh, gosh. I mean, <laughs> I don't really stand. I like sit. I'm now laying down. I'm actually mm-hmm. dead from it. But um, where I stand is that to me, even if Lisa never did any of the things that people are saying, the way that she handled it is so suspect mm-hmm. that it makes her look guilty. Yeah, and everything points back to her and she can't get out of it. So her one way of getting out of it is saying that everyone's wrong and I'm leaving the room. And the funny thing is in this episode of the, of Vanderpump rules, it starts with James being like, I got to get out of here. Everyone is getting up against me. And she's like, no, stay, stay. Like we need you here. Like you're a part of the show. Literally. That's exactly what's happening to her right now. You're so right. And she is leaving because she knows she's wrong. Mm-hmm. She knows she's done it wrong. And so I, kind of can't deal with her no i really don't like that takes away a lot of my respect for someone is when they can't just be like yeah i fucked up like right. i'm sorry and like let's move on i'm a i'm not a huge uh billy lee fan mm-hmm. um but one thing i will say about the last not this episode but the last episode is that um lisa shut her down as that was insane as Billy was complaining about the other people doing to her on the show, right? And then said, 
and this is what she does to everyone. She does it to Tom. She does it to the Tom. She does it to everyone, mm-hmm. which is that like, I gave you this platform. You can't say anything bad about me. Yeah. And that is not the way it works. You can't buy people's silence. Mm-hmm. And every time that, uh, that anyone has a larger issue, she says, no, I gave you this. So you can't say anything bad about me. And that to me is very suspect as well. Yeah. That's manipulation. Yeah. Like you can never trust someone that holds something over your head in that way. Right. It's a sign that they are like a bad person. You need to get the hell out of there. And when the one trans girl on the show is talking about, about how everyone experience. talks over the trans girl and her experience, you should just sit and listen. Yeah. And even if it's not what you want to hear, here it's not like she's attacking you and saying you're transphobic she's just saying what her experience has been right and then to not only talk over her but to force her to then say like everyone yes. here has been so yes. like, i was like oh i get bad chills right now like yeah. it's insane yeah that's like abuse yes well and and it is it is it is truly like pushing people up against a wall and, and saying, it's gaslighty too absolutely. because then you're saying like oh well you said it was fine like why wouldn't why would you like not right. think that you're here now yeah why are you sitting here if you think everyone's transphobic i hope billy lee is still on the show next season i feel like she could easily get booted after coming like right hard the way she did but i liked the drama that she brought to the table i think that where most of the cast members went wrong with billy lee is that she could have ended up like peter yeah. she could have just ended up there mm-hmm. and all you have to do was be <laughs> kind to her <laughs> She could be bringing shots out at the end. Yeah. Billy Lee. Yeah. Um, but, but what happens is, is that they just gave her the space. Mm-hmm. They, they gave her the fight. Um, and she was searching for it. I definitely think that Billy Lee is on Vanderpump Rules to be on TV, as yeah. most of these people are, though for most of them it happened more organically than her experiences happened. Um, but she's not wrong to say that they used her as a prop when they, you know, when they were doing all these pride things and then they got a trans girl on the show, um, she's not wrong to imply that because that's exactly what they did. And the minute that she was like, can I have a little room? Um, everyone said no. Mm-hmm. Um, and what they should have just given her was a little room. And yeah. then she just would have faded away the mm-hmm. way that they wanted her to. I think that they all get really nervous about someone else hogging attention from them but they don't know how to keep the attention on them it's the james issue yeah so it's like if you're going to if like you hate this person so much and you're so worried about them stealing your spotlight right then you better give them the old razzle dazzle (laughs) so they don't like exactly but it's like like tom and katie can you just get in another fight like fight every episode if you really want to stay on the show and you want james to like not have a storyline with his mom right don't talk about him don't 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 bring him up in situations don't do any of these things yeah then he won't be on the show you've now got raquel having a job yeah at vanderpump rules you have shot yourself in the foot with this and also it's like if you would just invite him on all the trips you give him enough rope to hang himself uh-huh. that's how you get him like get audience to turn right. against him or whatever is that you just set him up to fail you don't actively try and like sabotage someone like I feel like they could take a page out of the Lisa Vanderpump book in a way because I think she's really good at like just keying people up oh, to yeah. just destroy themselves. Absolutely. All in the vein of like, oh, I don't care, darling. Yeah. Like, of course. Like, yeah. and then they just like just 
fade to death. Has anyone on the show really and truly been kicked off the show? Stassi left of her own volition and then came back. Stassi left. I don't know if Vale was... Uh, she might have... Yeah, I feel like Vale kind of went the way of Laura Lee. Like, just people who were like had something else to do. Yeah. And I also feel like Vale was someone who like got in way over her head. Yeah. Didn't know what she was <laughs> dealing with. And then showed up to work that first day and yeah. was like, oh, fuck. But Vail was like, I'm sorry, I went to Yale and I fucked Chris Pine. Like, I have to go. <laughs> yeah, like, this is not a good fit. Yeah. <laughs> They're like, why don't you try and fuck Peter Jacks? And she's like internally screaming. <laughs> she was like, organ failure. Yeah. <laughs> Faith over in a corner being like, Faith, my turn. I think is fi- was fired or told she couldn't. Like, yeah. the way they got rid of her was also really sus. Yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> And then to even to have the balls and the gumption to say, I think Jax was really her victim is also like insane. That's but that's also Lisa. That's classic Lisa Vanderpump getting back at Faith for the mess with her son as well. Oh, yeah. So that is Lisa is so manipulative and so smart. Mm -hmm. But people are realizing what she's doing mm-hmm. because it's been happening on both shows now. And I think that she's really put herself in a tough place. I'm like, I've said it before on this pod, but I'll say it again. Come I'm on. excited to see the acts like come down. Oh yeah. It's, like the reckoning. It's coming. Hard. It's been a long time coming. Yeah. But I'm happy. Like, that's why I was just like glued to puppy gate. Yeah. And weirdly, I love like dog drama with people because like, they get so keyed up about it. <laughs> yeah. 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 Because the dog, like if you like dog equals you're a bad person. Mm-hmm. If you like. It's a real judgment yeah. on like your entire life. Yes. What you do with like pets or mm-hmm. whatever. And I'm like love animals and yeah. stuff. But it's people- why I don't have a dog because I don't need people <laughs> to do that to me. <laughs> yeah but it's really it's fascinating but yeah i'm excited to see the vanderpump takedown yeah and i I hope that someone can like i because i heard that like by the end of the season of beverly hills like the truth really does come out and lisa ends up looking really badly but like aren't we near the end when is the end? We the end have is nigh. to be. <laughs> we have to be. I think that Beverly Hills, just to just to talk about this that other show for a second, is in a real tricky situation as well. I think that I think by the end of this season, they're going to have to cut their cast in half and start again a little mm-hmm. because Beverly Hills is uh, having a huge issue with something that the Vanderpump Rules cast does very well, which is moving on. Mm -hmm. And the Real Houses of New York, and I would say Atlanta does a really good job of this too, which is that something terrible happens, they fight it out, the next morning they're in the Hamptons, they're rolling with it. Like they just have to roll. The biggest issue that Beverly Hills right now is that no one can roll. And Kyle, who actually is my number one not my favorite housewife of all time but my number one best housewife of all time because she she can fucking roll she does roll i'm actually like because i was off beverly hills for the past few seasons but then i jumped back in this season and i have to say i love that kyle can be like 
we said sorry and I'm over it. And yep. I was like, I would love like a lesson in forgiveness with Kyle Richards. Exactly. And, but that's the, it's, it works so well with her personality and it, and it's genuinely who she is. Mm-hmm. She cares so deeply about people and gets so butthurt so quickly. She's super sensitive and cares deeply. So she's reactive, which mm-hmm. will, that's what we need on a reality television show. But she's also self-aware and afraid yeah. that people will not love her. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's had it with her sisters she's had it with lisa vanderpump she's had it with multiple people on the show and she and lisa rinna and erica jane are in their own category right now of people who can do reality television and do it really well mm-hmm. and the rest of them i think have to go yeah i'd be fine with like a shake-up right and lisa vanderpump is can't roll but no she, was, she cannot just like show up no. and like have conflict. No. And you know, I think a lot of people on just to talk real housewives in general, um, a lot of what I would say, the Queens of the show, Nene, Lisa Vanderpump, Vicki Gumbelson, um, have all come into this same problem almost the exact same time, which is that they're getting beheaded and a new person is stepping up to the plate. And it's like truly game of Thronesy stuff. But mm-hmm. like Portia Williams has walked into Atlanta and taken over and she started out as the village idiot. She literally five, six, however many seasons ago she started, she was, she thought the underground railroad was a real railroad. <laughs> she did. <laughs> that was her whole plot point on the first season. And she got divorced. She kind of, uh, she called herself the princess of Thoughtlandia because she was dating again. Love. She's now pregnant, getting married, has the best comic timing on television, has turned a whole corner and can fucking roll with it. And if you're watching Atlanta right now, a star is born. And it took like six years. Damn, I need to get into Atlanta because I was in the beginning, but then just fell off. But Atlanta's been ups and downs and ups and downs. But I will say that New York and Atlanta are by far the strongest housewife series because they are at their heart a comedy. Mm -hmm. And they are women that can roll with it. And they're so funny. Shocks me with how good it is. Like the... Like, it's a lull a minute. Absolutely. I'm, like, so down. And then also just in awe that these ladies can, like, be so (laughs) awful to each other. And then be, and then just be over it. Well, because they also have, they all film together, too. Yes, they have, but they have decade-long investments in each other. That's the strength of New York, is Mm -hmm. that actually the way that they cast that show is not just, like, they've, failed when they've tried to bring in someone new they've succeeded when they're like we've known each other 20 years she's been in the background of every party that we've had since real housewives started Mm -hmm. and now she's like now it's her time and they have great footage of like seeing like dorinda walk in the background from like season two (laughs) or whatever and now dorinda's the star of the show yeah so anyway that's a tangent but um vanderpump rules the cast of this show does it super well i'm i'm very this season was not this season was was weak. not the an weakest exceptional season, season yeah so far yeah. i would say i agree but i think that what happened in the reunion and why i really loved the reunion and sometimes i really hate them but mm-hmm. the, i thought these reunions these were ones really were good. really good yeah um and where they are progressing in terms of their home lives like literal homes yeah um, and the way that they're sort of biting back at Lisa Vanderpump, I think is really going to change the dynamic of, of the show. I'm so interested in what the next season looks like. I mean, I have a feeling that like, I think they definitely were strategic in moving to the Valley and staying within like a mile of each other. Yeah. 
I have a feeling that Kristen could be axed real quick. Oh, I mean, I know she's no. an OG and I would not want that. Like I want Kristen to be on the show forever. Yeah. But I think that it's like, I don't, if she's not going to really like, she, she doesn't share that side of her life with Carter. Like we didn't get to see right. them have a lot of conflict right. and like, she's not, it's not like how she was with Sandoval where they were like, yeah. knew every facet of their horrible relationship. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, she just jumps in. There's just not much for her to weigh in on as like a character. She doesn't have that much of a storyline going. Like I could see it moving toward. Yeah. I mean, to that point, her house that she purchased is the one that is different from everyone else's. Yeah. And I liked that. Fucking lovely. Yeah. And she's like renovating yeah, and maybe stuff. She has a vision on the outside. But yeah. like, I'm sorry. Like it, like, I was like, you have a personality and a point yeah, of like, view. This seems really cute. And I think a lot of those homes are, they look like the homes you would buy if you got $2 million. And mm-hmm. hers looks like a very lovely home yeah. for a girl who's going to live in the Valley. And also looks, the greenery looks so much more lush than the Valley. Mm-hmm. I was, I'm like very It's pleased. a cute cottage. Yeah. Pleased with her desert cottage. Mm-hmm. Um, Sheena Marinky dinky dink. <laughs> Anyway, what I, <laughs> what I will say, hashtag Sheena Marinky Dinky Dink. Y'all. Yeah, get it trending. Um, what I will say, that needs to be her one woman cabaret show. Eventually. Well, that's her Vegas show. Her, her Vegas, new, Vegas, her new show. Vegas show. Did you ever see the old Vegas show? No, the like. The, did I'm you, in love with a gay man or whatever. Sex, or sex tips. Yeah yeah yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, I got like, I saw the. I was in Vegas it. when it. When did you it go was, see it? I didn't go. The missed opportunity. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> you don't think I have regrets? I have a few. Okay. Um, wait, but what I will say about Kristen is that what is sad for me about Kristen is that the houses that all of these people on the show are bought off of Kristen's back. Yeah. Kristen she made built this, this show. show. Exactly. She, uh, well, and I would say that um that Stasi Stasi and Kristen made the show. Yeah. And if Kristen and Jax if that if that season 2 hadn't happened, this would have just been another like whatever. Absolutely. Like a below deck or something. Yes. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. you're still watching yeah, yeah, yeah. you like, but oh, I heard like, I heard something crazy happened on below deck. Let me go check in. Yeah, but like is it iconic? No. no. And Kristen pulled some iconic shit. She she backed off of it, which I think was the uh, probably that the was right... a mistake because I think she's still as crazy as she Absolutely. ever was. I don't think that there's been she's just guarding it, which yeah. is why she probably won't show us her real relationship, which I think is why the other girls get very frustrated with her mm-hmm. because they're like, "We know you're still fucking crazy. We know everything's going wrong in your life, but you're just decided to say that everything is all good." Yeah, um, which like, is not the way to handle like right because like, there was a point where. I was like Kristen doesn't need to be a part of this world anymore like right. it's going to take and such Lisa a toll but then she backed off and I was like oh she figured it out but then you just realize oh no there's not a whole lot has gotten figured out it's right. just being like funneled into elsewhere and like hidden away yeah. which I think is um, less healthy probably it would make me sad if she were off the show maybe not for her own mental health I'm sure that um, I mean I'm you know she's she's a, a stalker at heart she's mm-hmm. a fixator so I think if she were off the show that would probably be even more detrimental to her yeah. life, especially that 
that very, very weak power play of like moving to the same neighborhood as everyone else mm-hmm. just to make sure that to, 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 to lock solidify, it in. Maybe. Yeah. Um, but at the end of the day, I think that Kristen is a really valuable asset to the show, much more valuable than Sheena, much more valuable to Katie than Katie in many ways. Um, and she just actually has to put herself back out there yeah. and really earn her spot again. I want to see her dating. I was yeah. like so excited when she said she was single. Cause I was like, we finally get to see like Kristen right. back in the mix. Right. But she really just said that. So she could be like, I need a, so she part of the trailer to say. Yeah, 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 yeah like literally so they would circle back to her and yeah. ask her about yeah. it and then you realize yeah. she just lied right actually and one of the things that i think that sheena did so smartly at the reunion is that like literally sheena was not on the reunion she was sitting yeah. at the end barely saying a damn word mm-hmm. but what was smart about that is that sheena gets it like she has been the center of the ship for a, for a lot of seasons of this show. She's gotten so much shit. She's been everyone's friend and everyone's worst enemy. She's gotten married, divorced. Everything has gone wrong for her. <laughs> and she had like some semblance of an okay season. And mm-hmm. she's like, I'm just going to get my hair braided in the ponytail and i'm going to sit here and i'm just going to wait for someone to speak to me and occasionally i'll like make a little bit of drama but i won't make too much drama and when they asked her about lala um about uh it was like was her saying who, whose friendship was it that it was her and lala where they were like you said that everyone flocked to lala because oh yeah, yeah, yeah. like they're up her ass. And then the way that Sheena and Lala both handled that, I was like, who are you ladies? Because Sheena was like, you know, I thought (laughs) that like, they really like, like she said something so like media coach. But I was like, yeah, good job, Sheena. Yeah, yeah. Like she didn't give anyone any room to like get mad at her yeah. in her response. And then I thought Lala surely was going to have at least one little sassy thing to say. Yeah. And then Lala was like, you know what? I see where you're coming from and I'm always here for you. And I was like, excuse me. Well, I think that Lala for all of her crazy juju is actually, um, a very empathetic person and, um, knows when to give someone a break, even though this season she did not do a great job of that for many reasons. Yeah. But I think that she's like, she feels sorry for Sheena in many ways. Yeah. And she did not mean to usurp, her power but lala has become such a huge force on this show Mm -hmm. and i think that that's her like being like i have a pair of shoes that i never wear and do you wear the same size and do you want to wear them yeah yeah you know yeah i think that sheena like they're all realizing because i think every woman on the show was really threatened by sheena but they're realizing that there is nothing to be threatened by there's no threat sheena is literally the least threatening person (laughs) in the entire world yes yeah and i believe bought that palm springs home so that they could have a place to go yeah that is sheena's space that no one will complain about Mm -hmm. so that she's like i've made myself through through a property investment integral to the next season of the show in a way that makes me look good yeah because i know that this marina del rey like whatever condo yeah is not going to do it. I love the ocean. Yeah, she's like, she's like, I'm, look, you look out the window and there are boats everywhere. 
<laughs> She's like, I'm 10 minute drive from a sugar fish. Like, okay. Cool. Literally the rest of LA is as <laughs> Yes, well. exactly. She's like, I love my neighborhood. There's a Target here. It's like, okay. Have you been to La Brea and Santa Monica? <laughs> She's like, this one is newer. Yeah. Um, my favorite thing, and I love that this episode began with a flashback to James just muttering, like, I fucking hate you people. Wait, under I just want to say really quickly, did we just talk for that whole time and now we're going to start at the beginning of the episode? <laughs> we were there's covering a lot, a lot of bases, but let's get into some specifics. It's good to have just like a laying the groundwork. We did cover a lot. We did cover a lot, though, yeah. so we can skip over anything okay, that okay. feels like yeah. a double. No, I do feel like we built the house, but now we're just going to put some trim on it. Yeah. Okay, great. Yeah. For Kristen. <laughs> for Kristen. Um, but... Lisa starts real talking, Kristen, and Andy does, because they're like, you're jumping in every time. Yeah. Like, they basically tell her to shut her mouth. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Which was why I was like, oh, you're going to get fired. She was also getting a bunch of side talking from, like, like Katie being like, you are doing that. Yeah. Like, like I love those little, like, side conversations where they're like, no, for real. Okay, we should really stop. Yeah, they're like, please, Kristen, yeah. please. If you want to be on the show anymore, please. Yeah, you got to, like, hone it in and, like, make a splash, but not, like, lom on to, like, anyone else's splash. But even Sheena can see that, like, that when you end up talking about something so much that annoys other people that you just kind of have to sit there and say like, sorry, I talked about it so much. Mm-hmm. Like, I think that with James, Kristen had that, that moment of like clarity, but she, I don't know if there's ever real clarity where she was like, I'm not over it. Like I'm still talking about him and still whatever, whatever. I yeah. mean, like eventually shut the fuck up. Get over it. Get over it. Like it's the relationship He's is so over. Worthless. He's on the show. Like you're not anything you do that spins your wheels against him makes you look really bad. But maybe that's what she thinks keeps her on the show because she has no connection to an actual restaurant anymore. I know, but she would be she's wrong in that thinking if that's her thinking. Yes. It's like you're like this is reality TV, not Judge Judy. Like right. you're not going to get any sort of justice you seek. So like <laughs> get like let's just go back to like dating and yeah. like just accept. Like you need to do some breathing exercises. What do you think her um what do you think her plot line like in her thinking about a next season of the show, what would she pitch to producers as her storyline to keep her on? I think her storyline is like I thought I was going to get married to this person, Mm -hmm. but we broke up. I'm in a new house. I'm throwing myself into renovating it. Like follow me on this home transformation journey and follow me as like, I try and get a man Yes, because all my friends are getting married. All my friends are having kids. And meanwhile, I'm like crazy and alone. Right. But I need to find someone that's just as crazy as I am. (laughs) And that's the plot line. Dollar signs, dollar signs, dollar signs. Yeah. I think to that point, a part of the angle she probably can't see herself in this way, but a part of the angle is everyone else is growing up and doing so well. Mm-hmm. You need my sad sack ass. Yeah. Like it's become, it's going to become unrelatable mm-hmm. and you need me in to this even home. it out. Yeah. yeah. Working on my home. Yeah. Selling my t-shirts. Yeah. Driving and just this starting Prius. over from the ground zero. Yeah. Which and is actually like, she's at a great level. Like I'm not worried about no, her. She's fine. <laughs> she's fine. But like, 
that's like what the storyline if she could get in one fight with a person because i think you have to like glom onto something going wrong yeah who do you have an inkling of that being if she could get in a fight with one person i mean i could see her getting in a fight like a good fight would be her and britney wow because like oh wow you, started from the the maid of honor thing mm-hmm. we having like a little bit of resentment about that and then having to like take over like because katie like what is katie an effective human being like no, no i don't think that she can handle any sort of wedding responsibilities or whatever no so like maybe Kristen's taking over katie's job right. yes, yes and yes, she's yes, pissed yes. because yes. she should have been the maid of honor yeah. and katie's not pulling her weight right. and then it just turns into a big fight right a blow up but very, then they get over it in time for the wedding and it's fine. Very like Sheena, uh, Sheena, Katie, Stassi, um, Katie getting married, like all this sort of like that's that's that would work really well for the season. And it would tie Kristen into the large arc of the season, which is Brittany and Jack's getting married mm-hmm. um, in a way that she would be integral. Yeah. Um, and could start a lot of fires because she needs to start some fires yeah. as well. I really liked at the end of this episode when she was like, they tried to come for her about the Carter thing, which was very legit because they just peeled away the onion to reveal that she's fully still with him. Yes, exactly. <laughs> just lying. What did she say? I've got to look up. I was like, wrote a list of all the things that they do, which is they live together. <laughs> they sleep in the same bed sometimes. They had sex twice and she still thinks she's going to marry him. So yeah. I would say that you're officially still yeah, other than that last statement it sounds like you're actually married yeah yeah <laughs> but like when she clapped back at like katie and tom and like stassi's relation when she was like for eight years i sat here and listened to you like mm-hmm. complain about your man i was like let's get into that because that's actually interesting right i would say that that what Kristen for all of her bad qualities, what she does pride herself on and she's not wrong about is her loyal friendships. Yeah. And she would do anything for anyone. And I think that that is, could affect her in the Britney situation. Like you're saying is that she actually is a great friend to Britney and Mm -hmm. does a lot of stuff for all these other girls and has sat through all of them talking about their relationship woes. And they got married to these people or are going to get married to these people or are those people are still in their lives and she's had to accept that and move on. And yeah. maybe it's her caginess about her relationship with Carter, which is stopping Katie and Stasi from being more generous about it. Mm-hmm. But that is where Kristen is right. I mean, imagine having Katie tell you like a thing or two about your relationship. Like I would, I like I'd be filled with rage. I know. That would be, it, it would be unimaginable. I know. I I have so much trouble with Katie, and it has nothing to do with the reasons that she thinks that people don't like her or want to make fun of her. Yeah, because she says she's like, "Why do people hate me so much? Like, I get so much hate," and it's like because of exactly what you just yeah, said. That statement, you have to be able to even Jax understands. Yeah what the deal is with him. Mm -hmm. She's the one person on the show who can't admit that there's any sort of problem with her at all. Yeah. It's, she has no awareness or greater knowledge of like what she comes off like on television. Yeah. 
And she's like a victim act 24 seven. And, and it's like, really went after Schwartz for that, for that, um, that Mexico like hotel room scream thing where he's like, I don't like the sound of your voice. It sounds like a coffin. Oh yeah. That was insane. They went after him and I was like, wait, 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 wait. She, he may have done everything right wrong she married that man yeah like she knows that person we she all know stuck who, with him yeah gave the ultimatum said like she threw down and said like marry me or else right then like she instigated that fight absolutely with trade me yeah like so where is like any sort of due diligence being like why are like why is there still all this like combative energy between the two of you right and even schwartz will say like well a lot of that was residual energy from our past issues (laughs) and the thing is that katie won't say that the trade me thing is maybe actually about like her her not being a over a lot of the stuff either yeah and if he he's dumb enough to think that if she says she's over it, then they're over it. So mm-hmm. he can't keep like redoing the math on this situation and finding out that like his math is wrong when she keeps telling him that his math is right. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that she's put him in a rough place, but you know, and I've said this before on this podcast, but I am a huge, huge Tom Schwartz, like Uber fan. You love him. I love him and i love him in a serious and like deeply sexual way he is hot but he looks so dead inside wow my type (laughs) walking dead yeah truly gasping for bread average size dark circles yeah yeah Yeah, i was like he looks like the life is being sucked out of him in this reunion yeah and like to be fair, like his life seems like I could see how it would feel that way for mm-hmm. him, where it's just like he's just floated through life, right. letting things happen to him, <laughs> yeah. and it's then really worked. it's worked like a charm. Yeah. He literally is like an avatar; like he represents like every straight white man in America, <laughs> like on a macro so, of scale. Course, like my self hating, my like gay self hating <laughs> self is like, oh my god, I love that guy. Yeah, but it's like he literally just does nothing, yet he is a two million dollar house. Like right. he's lucked into a situation, but then I think he's starting it's like you see a glimmer of something where it's like this is not a person that seems happy with their life. No, certainly not. I mean I you act like it. You can go to Tom Tom and shake hands with people and take pics, but like Right. Well, I think that they think that, I mean, that's a very Hollywood thing too, is that they're, you know, they talk about all these celebrities that come to Tom Tom or whatever. And like, like that makes the place a success and not that it doesn't, but it's much like the Countess Luann's cabaret show. People are going not because you're a good singer, but because they want to laugh at you and with you. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of the Vanderpump uh, rules people do understand that but they are getting so successful and buying much bigger houses than than certainly you or i live in uh, i was not <laughs> a, i mean like, like aware that they it was like that for them but right. i think like i think like i read that tom and ariana paid cash well they are good with their money yeah they i was Susie not Orman surprised approved. by that yeah no but i was just like they these people have means at yeah. this point yes and it's just like, yeah, I don't know how to reconcile. Like, to me, 
though I do like find myself starstruckish around them, that's mm. just like the reality show right. nature of it. But like, I don't think of them as like, like I'll always think of them as season one and two Vanderpump rules. Yes. Yeah. I mean, and I, what I'm, what I'm interested in about next season is, does it become less interesting? It are this season. This was season already bad. was less interesting. Yeah. But I feel like it's like when they try so hard to control the narrative, yep. because the reunion showed that if you just start to like tap the egg, it will crack. Yes. Like that's yeah. all it takes. So yeah. I don't know who became like complicit in allowing them to like hide certain parts of their life or like make it look one way when it's really another way. Right. But that is what I felt like was going on for a majority of the season. Yeah. Which is like, that's never how the show has been. The beauty of it is that they like, try to they try to do that but they never really can Mm -hmm. like the best kind of like the metaphor i have for that is like they all got montezuma's revenge on this mexico trip right it's like vander that is vanderpump (laughs) where it's like yeah it may be chic but you're shitting and barfing and it's like that's the real deal yeah so like let they can have houses and have hit books and t-shirt lines but i want to see the Montezuma's revenge yes. as well. And they, that is the, the same storyline happened um, in, I think it was Columbia for the real houses of New York. Yeah. And they fully went there with it because like those women are also ready to play ball. Yeah. And I found this year, you're absolutely right. This season, uh, the cast was hesitant to fully give over. Yeah. Like I feel like they, gained some sort of awareness like i think that they thought for a long time that it was like they're friends and they're on a show and it's like fucking cool and weird and like shit happens but like didn't really understand that like a lot of people kind of view the show with like a sense of humor like gawking right and they've become aware of that as their like stature has grown. Right. But now they're insecure about that. So they try and be like, be like, no, it's actually fun. Like we're actually this way and our marriage is great. And like, ha ha ha. And it's like, no, we all know the jig's been up since literally the pilot episode, like just lean into it and like go with it. This well, is who you are in this world. And they're trying, but they're all trying to create a bigger business. So now yeah. the cat is out of the bag. They all have these big houses. They're all, now there's something to protect. Yeah. They cannot work at this the stakes restaurant are high. forever. And we've always said that. Mm-hmm. It's like, how long can these people be a host? We know full well that Lala does not need hosting money. Yeah. And that she does not actually work at that restaurant. Right. Like maybe Raquel and James and Billy Lee are the future of this show. And we're going to see these people exit out onto another version of this called Tom Tom, Mm -hmm. where they are living their adult lives. And maybe that's what the Vegas show is for, but we are graduating to something else because they now think they have something to protect. They do. They have mortgages, they have lives, they have businesses that they're trying to build. But the rub of it is that if you do a better job, like if you, the less protective you are, yes, the better it is, the more money you're going to get, the more success. All this came from you guys being a mess. It doesn't work if you guys are like, not just raw and messy but you are just in general like that is your life state right and that's okay but you keep do you keep doing that yeah (laughs) you have to keep keep doing doing that and print the money so you can pay your bills right exactly and if anything keep keep 
pretending to do it. I mean, I do think what has made the show so good is that it is authentic when you see them on that reunion special and Jax is saying to uh, Tom Sandoval, you know, you're not going to be my best man anymore. Mm -hmm. Like that they are having these impactful, meaningful, like life altering conversations, but we're only seeing that for the first time this season. Yeah. And I think, to piggyback on that, Tom Sandoval and Ariana have been relieved of their bridesmaid and best man duties. I don't think that Ariana's a bridesmaid anymore. Wow. I may be wrong, but like, I think that they followed through. I'm excited for them. I've always loved her. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that she is can be like a, a difficult person to stay invested in because she can't fully come out and say um and like emote yeah in the way a lot that a lot of the other cast members can but she is smart she's smart and the circumstances under which she entered the vanderpump rules playing field are horrific and shocking and when she came out and said that was one of the strongest parts of probably any reunion i've ever seen of this show yeah when she came out and said that her father had died and when she came on the show Jax had said that used that against her mm-hmm. and he was fully humbled by that Yeah, because he immediately apologized because these tapes are here forever and this life is long, honey. Mm-hmm. And like she waited and waited and waited and finally said that to everyone. Yeah. And she got so much power in that moment Mm -hmm. because that's what everyone was griping on everyone else for doing. And she's like, do you not remember what I had to sit there and take to start this experience with you? Yeah. Like she earned her stripes. Mm -hmm. And like, there's been a lot of payoff in her kind of being more guarded Mm -hmm. because now it's like, once you have like a power position like hers, then you can kind of do whatever you want right. because you have not laid a lot of groundwork for being like a total hypocrite. Exactly. Because the rest of them, it's like they have no ability to be like, God, yeah, like, fuck like (laughs) like yeah i did say that but like i thought she was a whore back then like or just trying to make fun of it and like move on it's like no well i'm like so different now it's just like so defensive if you play it like ariana (laughs) you you never have to (laughs) yeah it's actually you start really defensive it's a it's a uh an erica jane technique Mm -hmm. that is the way that erica jane plays the game is icy and and defensive and then what's so smart about erica jane and i uh, she's uh, Ariana has done this as well is that they melt for one episode and then build and build and build. They like freeze themselves again. Mm-hmm. And so you're just keyed into them enough that you think that's me. Mm-hmm. Like, I love them. I like that. Yeah. Um, but then you have people like Kristen who are just, you know, they're not ice, they're fire. Mm-hmm. And they've just put a sign on that fire that says ice. Yeah. You know, and, and it's just simmering, <laughs> yeah, like, like just waiting for off. an explosion. Yeah. 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 So, oh, Schwartz also, there was a weird moment where they were like bringing up the inviting James to Mexico thing, mm. and like everyone like blamed Sandoval. And like Schwartz just kind of shirked that off. And yeah. was like, He's like, yeah. oh, well, I guess I was lying. Everybody looked like so like they were going to be mad at me. So yeah, I didn't say anything. And then he's like said something about Katie. He was like, I'm terrified of you or something <laughs> that I was like, God, like 
why are we not leaning more into like their dysfunctional relationship? Right. Well, you know, it's all still happening. Bubba. Bubba. It's ever happening. <laughs> it's all happening. She to say. James recounting all the Vando, Vando vacations he's been on <laughs> was like chef's kiss good. I know. But it also that that list of them just they all. He cares so much is the thing. Of course. Is he cares like above and beyond. Now we're getting to it. This is the thing that I wanted to talk about. Here's what it is. Why can't anyone, they all said they've been to therapy. I know that most of them are like, I went to three, three therapies. Yeah. If you go to therapy on camera, you've officially not been to therapy. Exactly. (laughs) Um, Why can't they see that when he says, I don't care, he really cares. What, He's like, he's like, oh, I don't care. He remembers everything. He's so sensitive. He's so hurt. And I think if one person just said, I see how much you care. Mm-hmm. And I'm sorry that you care so deeply about something that we've been so flip about. Yeah. That being said, the minute that we try to invite you in and you get hurt again, you go ahead and try and destroy all of us. Like it's so easily on the table. Yeah. Anyone, Andy could pick it up, but Mm -hmm. no one really did. They just don't have those kinds of like communication skills. Right. Their like emotional intelligence is so shockingly low. Right. That it's like they can't, like, to see them try and navigate, like, like, I felt like there was a lot of like each other ratting people out for saying (laughs) stuff and being like, do you see him talking to me like this? And it's like, you are an adult. Like, you don't need to go tattle to, like, your daddy about, like, what this person's saying to you. Just, like, handle it. And also that be self-reflective and say and see that you're like, I, too, you're right. I, too, have said things like that in the past. I think that one of the better moments for Katie and Lala, because Katie had so few good moments, and I think Lala was having a weird time in this she was yeah i think going through a lot not dealing with it great but like how is there a great way to deal with like losing a parent like i can't imagine right her she's also a person whose defenses are truly up and when given the opportunity to apologize or to say like maybe i would have acted differently she doubles down and that concerns me for her because Mm -hmm. um i think a lot of the girls have softened her because actually she is a sweet person but i do think a lot of it is that they can fly on a free plane and they know a good thing when they see it yeah there's proximity to power yeah and like there i mean lala's also had like some sort of transformation where she just looks rich now like she looks like a housewife yep and none of the other women on this show like no one's had the kind of glow up that lala is experiencing yeah not even stassi who i think was like edging toward that kind of uh, just in terms of her overall aesthetic and appearance yeah and um, like personal brand right is like at its peak would be at where Lala is right. now. Yes. Yeah. And Lala's only moving up. Yeah. I was, just a side note. I was very surprised about what Stasi wore to the reunion. It looked just like one of the things that she wore in confessional. And it and also I, looked like the green dress that Kristen wore in season three to pick up Tom's mail. Wow. Which was like, exactly. how, but that's the thing is like, I feel like they don't put that kind of thing together. I know, but Stasi's the one person and maybe I'm just too, too you kind of too expect there to be a it. moment. Yeah. I was like, go for it. Like, 
like I loved that Raquel moment because I was like, at least she's come <sighs> here to play, babe. Yeah, she entered. She's trying to get on this show and she's doing it well. Yeah, I think that Stasi has kind of like, like I want more like fashion and like looks from her because yeah. I feel like, and I've, fought, I've done this in a relationship too where you get like really comfortable with the guy and then yeah. you're just like... I'm not going to wear makeup anymore. Like I'm going to wear sweats and like, it, yeah, like sure. She was practically wearing sweats. She basically yeah. wore sweats. Yeah. Like she wore a reunion equivalent of sweats. Yeah. We've seen it. Yeah. Like that's the one thing about, <laughs> that's the one thing about Lala. I was like, at least your girl, like that's, did she say in the first episode what it was? I think she did. Was it Tom Ford? What? The dress that she was wearing. She said that she was it, wearing. It was something. I, I thought it was I remember something. In the first, okay, I need to go back. Maybe and I'm now. wrong, but if I, it was Tom Ford, I'm shook. I'm fully shook. <laughs> I'm fully shook at exactly. her like forty two hundred dollar dress. It is so weird though that that space when you they have the Real Housewives reunions, like they they do get they get various uh, various degrees of dressed up mm-hmm. depending on what this reunion is calling for. In that space, that sir space, everything looks cheap. It's so hard to look really good. Like Lisa looks fucking cheap. Like that jacket. I can't. The rhinestones. I think there were parts of it that uh, the rhinestone had, had, had fallen, fallen off, off. Over the, under the hot lights. Like the glue had <laughs> yeah, melted. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, I could not believe the rhinestone jacket. No, everyone looks. If you're going to go rhinestone, you need to go like full Liberace, like Elton John, like crystals on the jacket. Not like you went to Michael's and got a hot glue gun. I know. I wanted her. I want Lisa to come on looking like, you know, incredible. I guess like maybe now that we're getting this house glow up, maybe the reunion will be like, by the way, we're fucking rich as filth. Yeah. I'd be more into that. I'd love to see a downfall from rich as filth. Of all the cast members of Vanderpump Rules. Yeah, exactly. Like, I mean, it's coming. I mean, yeah. Jax is already like, he's okay. going through <laughs> his first tax lien <laughs> and like, he just got the house. Just bought the so, house. yeah, like, don't worry. That's going to happen. Yeah. But like, yeah, I mean, I just, I've never been able to understand their approaches to the reunion. Yeah. Like, I just don't, I mean, it's, annoying to have to get an outfit that you can only wear like one time but you're but that's in, what a showbiz babe is like for. those dresses are you don't have to go to nordstrom and buy a dress they yeah. all have publicists or stylists who get them a dress and then it's given back maybe it's from last season babe but it is like yeah. still a free dress yeah i just don't know like i can't i can't yeah. Get on board. Also, Raquel the, did it right. The thing that helped she Lala got a dress too. fresh off the runway, wore <laughs> yeah, it right into that reunion. Fresh off the quinceanera store. I mean, like, <laughs> I don't know where that was from. But what I will say is that the other thing that helped Lala this reunion is she looked amazing. The dress was right, especially in close up. You're like, ooh, that's really fresh. Mm-hmm. She went blonder, and I think some people look really good doing going from. Um, blonde to like a browner face which is what you're in right now and i think you look very great thank you um she, i don't Lala think that doesn't i don't the brown didn't help for her yeah i loved the blonde that hot blonde the hot i think blonde. she's in a good like honey place right now yeah but i like where I like it's it. at now yeah. i love the makeup was on point like everything i mean remember just that looked... iconic first season of lala with that makeup i will never forget her I still, bronzer i still send it to my friends her contour yeah the, i mean she can't contour I mean, to force i mean it was 
Talk about coming in guns blazing in a reunion. Yeah, and that's when they were still doing the reunion seating, that iconic row behind oh, The seating. row behind and like <laughs> yeah. bar chair. The high bar chair. Yeah. <laughs> You're like, my table's kind of wobbly. Like, it's that one. Yeah, where you have to be like crotch level with a camera. <laughs> yeah. You're like a tangential. Yeah. yeah. Head over to Hulu this March, where our new shows and movies will keep you streaming all month long. Catch the award-winning movie, Poor Things, starring Emma Stone, Mark Ruffalo, and Willem Dafoe. Check out the new documentary, Freaknik, The Wildest Party Never Told, about the iconic Atlanta street party. And don't miss FX's Shogun, a reimagining of the epic tale, starring Anna Sawai. So, what are you waiting for? Go stream something new on Hulu. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promoting for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Laura, what's the first thing you'd do if you had a little more time in the day? Mm, I'd probably just spend even more time with Tony than I already do. That's the best answer you could get. I spend most of my life wishing that Tony and I had more time together on this planet. It's scary to think about mortality and time passing. I do a lot of that. Don't we know it? you know what can help when it comes to obsessive, intrusive thoughts about the passage of time and mortality and the fact that all of our dogs will die someday? What? Therapy. Oh, I've been in therapy since my mid-20s, and it's been an on and off thing. Sometimes I'm in it, sometimes I'm not, but I always feel better when I'm consistently going to therapy. I think it's probably the most important thing you can do for yourself if you can do it. I agree 100%. I've had pretty radical life changes over the past five to 10 years. And a huge part of that has been thanks to finding a therapist and working with a therapist regularly to like help me break some negative patterns, negative thought processes, and overall become a version of myself that I really love. Also, the past five years has been extremely chaotic and destabilizing for so many of us. I think therapy is even more vital now than it's ever been for everyone in the history of time. (laughs) (laughs) If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. You just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash SexyUnique today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash SexyUnique. 
Katie gets called out for the dick shaming, which I feel like I was glad that people spoke to it, but I was also like, we need, like, I just wanted more. I wanted more like lashing against her for that. It's a symptom. It's symptomatic of a larger problem. And Katie maybe was given a pass for a lot of her, uh, Schwartz relationship stuff because, some of the other stuff was so heated Mm -hmm. Uh, just in terms of she did. And I give Katie a lot of shit, but she did push this season's plot forward um, in a really, really decisive way. um, And with James. Mm -hmm. So I just, maybe the Tom Schwartz stuff fell away and Tom Schwartz does get a pass for so many things. I don't think he really minds that stuff, but it is symptomatic of a larger problem that I hope we see more of. And let me tell you something. When he stood up and like went to go like take his belt off, you were I was it. like, this is the reunion for me. <laughs> <laughs> we find out that Patrick cheated on Stassi too before she moved. <laughs> Truly a demon. Like how in the world? Ew. Can you imagine? So she moved to New York with him, quit the show. Quit the show. Then had to move back, come back tail between legs, being like, I left my entire job. Like, what if they had not taken her back? Yeah. I mean, it only speaks to her being one of the greatest uh, reality TV villains of all time who actually had who's actually made significant changes in her life Mm -hmm. that, that she has been brought back in this way. Yeah. And able to like slowly rise again. Yeah. Her first three seasons of that show, three, one, two, three. Three, Yeah. And then she she left left after the fourth, but then did she come back towards the end of the fourth? Yes. She came back tail between her legs and then five, she was back in. She's never fully been gone a season. Yeah. But five and six, she was just like, it was not, she wasn't as mean as the first three. She was like more victim, like Katie style. I know. And that's when I reached my like peak Stassi hatred. You did? Yes. In seasons five and six, I was like, I cannot deal with this person. Wow, that's so interesting because I was very team Stasi through that whole Katie experience. Really? Yeah, I mean I knew that I knew that I was, Stassi was doing I knew that they were all doing the wrong thing, but like Katie loves to have one up on someone mm-hmm. and when she gets it, she stays there. My least favorite kind of person is the person who's like, I have more power than you and even though I have the opportunity to forgive you and we can move on, I've just decided I like having my power more. Yeah. And that's the way that Katie plays the game. Mhm. Yeah, I just but I think that Katie ascended to power via Stasi leaving, leaving yes but has never been dethroned since then can like, you imagine in those first couple of seasons katie with that hay blonde hair uh that's being generous to call it that one because <laughs> it was hay orange <laughs> as in hey your hair is really orange, orange. <laughs> Girl, look how fucking orange you look, girl. Her hair that she put in the weird buns. Oh, my God. And then she became a makeup and beauty. Like, she was calling herself some, like, a makeup beauty guru, whatever. Anyway, that she came to power like that was really wild. But she saw an opportunity. She saw 
She said there was a glimmer. There was an yeah. opening. <laughs> Kristen's leg was caught in a deer trap in the woods. Yeah. Stassi had run off with some abusive man. And she was like, and Sheena is just like doing circles in the back trying to figure <laughs> out how to like fix yeah. the bar tabs or whatever. Like she was like, wow, it's me. It's my time. Yeah. And here we go. And it's just been like completely mismanaged. So you then. still think she's the queen? I think that like the power structure of the group is she's very, very high up. Don't you? I think that she holds a lot of like yeah. weight in yeah. as far as like who's in, who's out, people who we like, who we hate. Stassi, and now they are afraid of They're her. afraid of Katie. Yeah. She controls that a lot. And you wow. saw it in the season when she when Lala's like I'm going to go into the studio with James. And then she's like, you're going to go with James. And then it was suddenly mm-hmm. like Lala ghosted the studio time. Yeah. No. And for Lala to ghost the stew. <laughs> <laughs> Honey, she's a hit maker. Yeah. I mean, it, it takes a lot. She's got to so get in the stew. I just, I think that Katie has so much power, mm. but it needs to be relinquished. Or like, I think that I think the, a change gone come. I think that that uh, this next season will will bring about new power. What I'm really interested in is this one little moment in the show where st- and they put it in every single trailer, and then it ended up being so innocuous. Mm-hmm. But where Stassi called Brittany Bratney, mm-hmm. and I think like Game of Thrones style, what we're about to witness is Daenerys Targaryen, whatever the fuck her name is, go crazy. Where the person that you like loved the most and thought was a hero is now going to become like power hungry. And I think it's Brittany. We saw the beginnings of that this season yeah. when she like, when people were like, are you sure Jax, like you want to be doing this? And then she ripped her mic off and like <laughs> ran away and was like, stop following me. Yeah, and like, you saw it at the reunion. And too. she cannot handle it. And anytime that anyone even came for Jax, Brittany like jumped in and immediately had his back right. in like a very aggressive, yeah. uncharacteristically aggressive I way. I think we're about to get a new queen. I mean, this Beauty and the Beast wedding sign kind of signed me up I mean, because we have not gotten to see like a true like writ people with too much money that yeah. don't know how to spend yeah. it that type of wedding yet. I mean, we got are Sheena's we becoming like cater waiters to, yes. to be at this function? I mean, I'm like I've joked about this on the pod with past guests, but I'm like, do we need to go tailgate this wedding? Like, this is our, <laughs> yeah. America's royal wedding yes. is Britney's Beauty and the Beast wedding to Jax in Versailles, Kentucky. Oh my God, you're so right. I need to make like a commemorative plate. Yeah, yeah. I mean, like, wait, that's actually genius. Yeah, yeah. We need to do the whole thing. You need to sell it. Merch. You need to wedding merch. merch. Yeah, yeah. Like, cause. I could be like, I was before I was, I've been really negative about this wedding, but I think Why? That the, just cause I'm like, I don't want to, I don't know how badly I want to see like the storyline of like these two people really shouldn't get married uh. as like episode one. And then <laughs> each episode is like, no, I'm serious. Like they really shouldn't. And then it's like, right. please for the love of God, do not get married. And then yeah. they get married and yeah. everyone's like, Oh my God. Yay. That's what has happened yeah. at every one of these weddings. But now I guess I'm like, you know what? I know what we're getting into. At least this will be a spectacle. I mean, this is, they're going to turn the lights on and the roaches are going to scatter because it, I do think that there are people that have been waiting in the wings for years to try and ruin this upcoming wedding. 
Like, do you think that people, oh my God, that I like, I, like I, my pelvic floor just like lost yeah, all control. I, th- I think Jax the thought is, of like women coming out of the wings. Yes. I, well, I think that they're going to be pulled out some way, somehow. I, yeah. I would be very surprised. I don't wish this on them, but I would be very surprised if this, I don't think goes that off without a hitch yeah, and then building it's just like a like happy redemption ending. arc or something. I they can't sustain this way. If it does go to the happy ending way, this is the last season of Vanderpump Rules. Yeah. I mean, I can I can give you a shitty season if it means that I'm gonna get it back like tenfold. tenfold. Like it's like a it's like the recession or whatever. Yeah. Where it's like, hang on to your little comeback and then it'll be better than ever. Right. That's how this season really needs to be. Yeah. Because I'm not, I'm not going to go through this again. No, but I, I, I do think that it could, it could really go down next year and I'm, I'm thrilled by the prospect, but I just kind of made myself nervous, I guess, because I don't want to. You're not the only one that's had that instinct though. Like that, that this is like kind of the tsunami wave well, where it goes out and then it just comes crashing down. It even plays to the way that a lot of these Real Housewives and Vanderpump Rules shows are structured, which is that one episode is hot. And the hot thing that usually happens happens at the very end of that hot episode. It's a build, 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 hot episode. The next episode is a denouement into what will be the next hot episode. And when I say hot, I mean like very like fiery, right? Mm-hmm. And so they go one on one off and usually they never go back to back to back. Yeah. Um, and that's because they want to, they have to keep telling the story while also at the same time pushing the drama, which mm-hmm. can be two different things sometimes. And I think that this whole season was just to build up to what next season will be. Yeah. I love, I love and pray Me too. that that's the case. Me too. Or else this pod is we're talking about other stuff. Toast. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, can we talk about Kristen and Bo's independent film that they starred in? Must see. Called Loneliness of the Long Distance Dreamer. Uh, I A mean, 2010 masterpiece. Yeah, exactly. Where was that short form, Emmy? Hey, thank you. Like, <laughs> I'm shaking at the thought. Vintage Dodie is stunning yes obviously stunning. upward camera angle who oh could pull God. that off but, but her stringy hair by the way I was yeah like kind of shook by that hmu the hair and makeup has it's been tough yeah. to get a handle on yeah the well brows. that was a, it was an indie babe it was like very real it's very now yeah Bo's acting his like coming out of a coma yep. acting yep. yep where it's just like you kind of like flick your hands at your face is he uh, by definition, an actor. Uh, I didn't think he was until I knew that. <laughs> oh, and then I was like, I thought you said until you saw the short, and then you're like, he must. Be. <laughs> he, he is a thespian. <laughs> he came to LA to be an actor. He must have. Yeah, but I. That's when I said. That's when I thought. I don't know about this bow. Like, because mm. I thought maybe he had just been working in casting or whatever. But I feel like. Then the indie film of it all and like these performance roots, it's mm. like Papa wants some attention. And I, he's gonna go where it's easy to get as someone <laughs> that's not like he's got a Schwartz style where yeah. they just give it to you. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I mean, like he, it's it's well it's well won attention. Um, I, you know, I 
I'm into him because I think that he is, whether he just wants the attention or not, he's navigating these waters really, really well. Mm -hmm. Everyone comes to LA with this, some form of this dream. And they were given it almost by accident. The original cast members did not really, they would never would have known what this had turned into. And so every person that comes on the show, you have to be slightly suspect of. I'm much more suspect of Billy Lee than I am of a beau. I'm much more suspect of a Raquel than I am of a beau. Mm -hmm. Um, And maybe I'm going to be wrong. And that would be, fantastic television yeah if i was i mean yeah i think his number one i think his priorities are like stassi and his relationship are number one yeah and then this is like a welcome perk that comes with it yeah but i also was kind of flagging like there's a moment where she's like i got everything i wanted like i said i wanted someone that like wanted to hang Mm. out with my friends all the time wanted to like be with me all the time and like basically listed like someone to just step into my life and do everything that I want to do. Right. And that's where I was like, they, this is where we could run into problems because it's like, what is his life? Like his life has become Vanderpump rules. I just had a flash of, uh, as you were saying that of like, Bo having studied Stasi at home, like the movie that we write about this experience is mm-hmm. him. Like, single white femaleing Tom, um, uh, Mr. Talented Ripley mm-hmm. kind of like coming in there, studying the life and then just like doing exactly what she's needed. Mm-hmm. But even in the dark passenger ways, I think that he handles it really well. I don't know. I've yeah. just been kind He's of just a- like honest and like vulnerable about how it makes him feel and right. comes from a place of like, that's like how you fight with someone. Right. How many times did he say that his mother was divorced? It was like many, many times. Do you remember that? That's when all. he's like she like his history he, is yeah like, well she's a relationship coach she's mm-hmm. been divorced like a gajillion times or something i don't know it was like really interesting um his history seems very interesting he is i love a man who loves a very powerful dominant woman and but i think that she's learning and growing a lot i mean again i'm sorry i love her so much if you guys don't really love her but i find her infinitely interest interesting and one of the funniest savviest people to be on reality television mm-hmm. yeah she's she's like winning at it she also has stopped taking adderall i was shocked at how much like open drug conversation right. there was during this reunion right. I mean, they have to admit. I mean, yeah, it's like we all know, but like, but like they've never really like said that before. Right. I mean, I guess when Jax had his deviated septum, <laughs> they basically because it, you're just like, yeah, that is what it is. Yeah. But no one's really come and said like, you have like a drug problem, right? Maybe you should stop doing so many drugs, right? Like they tried to, Tom Sandoval tried to say that to James and James was not having it. I know. And Thomas's biggest defender, he really lost out on that one. And then stop, like Bo says it about Stassi. And I thought I was just like, oh my God, where is this going? And then it was like, well, and I've stopped taking Adderall. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And it's so, uh, those are, those are the over Adderall, like all the signs are right there. I mean, if you didn't know it. Just now look you know. at her, yeah. yeah, previous to this moment. Yeah. And that is like yeah. what happens just when there's just crazy, too much Adderall. Like, yeah. yeah. The, fighting about things that make no sense. Just getting mad. Right. And just digging in and in and in and in and in and add alcohol to that. And you essentially don't feel drunk because you're on tons of Adderall. Has yeah. anyone ever taken Adderall before? 
Kristen trying to tell Stassi what she felt about the maxi dress was so <laughs> bizarre to me. But then it was also like classic Dodie. Yes. I was like, to, you're just like grabbing, grasping at straws for right. like anything to have. I mean, but she, in her defense, Kristen hangs on to everything. I don't think she's ever let one thing go in her no. entire life. She has like a journal, like an encyclopedia's worth of like journals yeah. of all the people that have wronged her. And she's got a, yeah, she's got a loaded, she's got a mentally loaded gun for even like Tom Sandoval and Ariana, like things that feel like very far away now. I love that they kind of brought that back up because for a moment you forget. Oh, I did. I completely had forgotten that yeah. they were like BFFs now. Yeah. And that you, that like this whole journey is like they, uh, is all these people who have fucked each other and dated each other. And you know, what's so good about the show is that you're like, look where everyone is now. Look what place they're in. And you forget the way that like Jackson Stassi used to talk to each other, the fights that they used to have. I mean, it's, it's their relationship, their relationship that lasted over the course of like two seasons of just like back and forth. And that's why I think that Kristen is like talking about, stupid shit all the time because she just has so much that she can't let go of that she just has to talk about like the most basic dumb things yeah like just focus it all yeah Yeah. on like the maxi dress or something yeah her energy she needs a real like energy healing she's an energy healing or she needs like an exorcism yeah Kristen and carter they still live together snooze because According to Kristen, they lived together because her, their dog got mauled by a pit bull. So they just had no choice but to live together. Yeah. I like her doty logic is one of my favorite. Like, where are the cameras then? Yeah. Like, yeah, exactly. Where? Yeah. And Carter doesn't pay for anything, which is a weird, I mean, not surprising, but I'm also just like, hmm. Yeah. I mean, Kristen loves to pay for everyone. She loves to pay for everything in the same way that she loves to be a good friend, which is that she loves to have something on someone. Yeah. So eventually she banks it and then she's like, I paid, I paid for everything. I was the best friend to you. I did all this stuff for you Mm -hmm. and you can't say anything back to it because it's like, well, those things are true. Yeah. But you also have been like gaslighty and manipulative and erratic and irrational. I mean, we're only hearing one side of the argument and I don't really care about him, but I also have not been given the opportunity to. Yeah. I mean, he does not make a splash. Like when he was in new Orleans, when they all went, it was like, he kind of tried to insert himself in the drama and it was just like, shut up Carter. Exactly. And that's, they get, they Peter, they could Peter him. They could like, that's what they should do with Billy Lee. That's what they should do with Raquel and James. Mm -hmm. It's just like, let them come. Yeah. Let them come. Let them try and make a splash. Yeah. And be like, we're going to a different pool. Mm hmm. I really hope that they all start to like film together and just like merge, but I don't think they will. I think the houses are a really like, yeah, the houses are a way of staking claim right. in like territory, like right. physically actually. Um, Schwartz is pale and sweaty. I love him. Do you think, what do you think about, I have a, like a conspiracy theory that Schwartz is secretly like an opioid addict. Wow. I've never And that's what's of that. like gone completely unsaid and unmentioned like this whole season. He just really? has not looked well this season. Right. Mm. There's just some sort of Schwartz sparkle that like 
Right. Well, and like, what is this work? Like, he's always working this like, I mean, he's working. So he says he couldn't hang out with Katie because he was working so hard. Then they ask Lisa, like, how much was he working? She's like, he wasn't. I know, but she's an ass. Lisa's yeah, she's an ass always that gonna way. like. I know, like screw that, you. That's what like so many people are right about on the show is that she's she is flip, and she'll be like, it's just it's British humor. That's what she always says on Real Housewives as mm-hmm. well. And it's like, well, actually, it's just you not allowing anyone any sort of like power or goodness. Strangely, the only person that she really gives that to um, is Stassi. Yeah. She sees herself in Stasi. I think that she used to see and she said that this season, but I think that's always been the case. I think she used to see herself in Lala, but that makes her nervous now. Mm-hmm. Um but uh, Lisa is also someone who met an older rich man and locked it down. Gave him a blowjob and called it a day. Mm-hmm. Um and I think that she has a great affinity for Britney she also has a great affinity for Jax. She has a great affinity for James, strangely. Um, but that one may be um, just television. Or like that one may just be for good TV. Yeah. But she doesn't give a lot of people a lot of allowances. But for Stasi, she seems to. Mm-hmm. And I don't know... I don't know what that means. Yeah. she. I feel like she also gives James a lot. Yes. I think that she thinks that she knows that James is great TV. Yeah. And like will bring a lot of conflict and it's funny. Yes. Like there's it pants Lisa at points where he's like going on when he's like, I went to Mexico and that's the first time I became an international DJ. Yeah. And like, and he's like, and Kristen Doty was the first one on the dance floor. And then you <laughs> yeah. just see Lisa like cackling to herself. Well, how great was that casting? I mean, sometimes they, people can get casting on reality television. So, so wrong to, but to in the same season to bring James and Lala who shook their world up and mm-hmm. have one of them fold in and have the other one fold out. Yeah. Is like, Shakespearean. Yes. Yeah. Brittany tried to like school Ariana by having a moment where she's like, is it weirder that Tom and James are friend or Kristen and Ariana? And then it was just like, nice try bitch because yeah. Ariana just like schooled her, <laughs> yeah, took mean, her to class. Don't, ever Brittany don't no. ever do that like just, like you can't like you don't have the tools to do what it is you're trying to do right now right. she can think faster than you can scream louder yeah so, like that's what you get and I love that it's like it's actually really weirder that Tom and Jax are friends and then it's just like <laughs> shut down <Yeah. laughs> uh, here's the other thing did you talk about this at the first reunion podcast her one blonde streak in the front. Her one fucking blonde highlight. Thank you. I've been fixated. It's insane. Just yeah. go back to the salon and ask them to even it out. Or don't do face framing highlights. We're not doing that anymore. Yeah. Like, or just like, yeah, blend it. Blend it. Just one. Also, not even, and listen, I'm not, I'm, I, I love a grown root, but I mean, it was truly a grown root on one highlight. So it's brown for about an inch and then hot blonde. Hot blonde on one side. On one side. The other side looks just like a normal highlighted hair. Or find a different part. So maybe some of that blonde can go to the other side. I mean, it was. I'm like, hun. Take some of that house money, and I can tell you, like a, a handful of stylists. What is this wedding dress going to be? I'm 
nervous. I wonder if we've even seen the actual, like, I don't think it's no, one that she tried they on. Never will do that. I'm this She's wedding is going to be. Yeah. I do. Th- I think it's going to be more of like a bell, like a very princess. Absolutely. This is my instinct. Yeah. I mean, she's going to have a change. There's going to be a slinkier number. She loves a high slit. She's also lost a ton of weight. Yeah. Even from that reunion. I think like Stassi's off the Adderall and Britney's probably on the Adderall. <laughs> and I don't think she needs it. No. No. She's got, she's hot headed. I'm, yeah, this wedding is going to be, and also just like her family coming there. Mm. And the fact that Jax was like, when they brought up like his lunch with them and they were like, what, like how, what was that like? Like, what was the reaction like after you basically just like were disrespectful? And then Brittany's like, I screamed at him for hours and hours, like just basically said she like dressed him down. She's like, well, I hadn't seen it. I mean, when you also, Jax was really saying that he hadn't seen a lot of the show. He's like, we saw that part. I, I didn't see that part or I saw that part. I don't remember that part. And Andy was like, you lived it. Yeah. And I was, no, he's like getting. That's a lie. But you, like Jax does this thing too, which I think he really did. Like the classic Jax move is like, try and lie your way out of it. If that right. doesn't work, play kind of like play dumb. Then if that doesn't work, it's like, you can just start crying about yeah. your dad. And it's well, like, yeah that is like the sequence of events that truly happens because he gets caught in the lie of like, we didn't see that or I don't know what you're talking about. Right. And then, then there's another part where they start asking Andy asked Tom Sandoval about like the Jack's lies. Mm. And then they're like Channing Tatum. He's like, no, we did live together. And it's like, (laughs) Oh my God. And then like the Chanel chance and you can see Jack's getting really, really angry. Right. But then it ends up defaulting to like what will get me like more sympathy. In well, this and I moment. see why James can get so upset at these reunions, even though he acts out in the wrong way. Yeah, it's because Schwartz, Jacks, they go through this list, laundry list of things that they've done wrong. Multiple people on the show, Kristen, everyone, and then his laundry list is shorter. He hasn't even been there as long and he gets roasted for it. Yeah. But they all have a good laugh about Jax's lies. Mm-hmm. It would be infuriating to be James. Yeah. Truly like what he's done on this show is he called people fat and like accused them of getting a nose job. Right. Right. And it's just hi- highly reactive. Yeah. He's also, I mean, I'm sure he has I mean, he's a vol- terrible like, I think relationship he's with volatile. alcohol. Yeah, volatile. But um, a lot of people on the show have a terrible relationship with alcohol. The show is predicated yes. on having a terrible relationship with alcohol. And I don't think that anyone wants him to succeed at getting better uh, with his alcohol issues. Mm-hmm. And this is going to be bad to say, but I don't think that Lisa really... W- wants that i mean i'm sure she does want it yeah she wants good things for people but in terms of the show they they kind of were gaslighting him being like i think you had a drink at lunch i think you're like it's a tough thing to say to someone who's, yeah you know in that situation it's funny because none of them know how to like deal with addiction right and you've seen it before on the show where it's like i just I came from a background, I think having experienced that firsthand, mm. that it's like, I just expected everyone to be very literate 
with addiction right. and then you can smash get the vanderpump <laughs> rules and like people sheen is like just get a buzz don't yeah. get drunk oh like, my god that's like we'll share the drink base knowledge of like how yeah. to deal with addiction yeah. but then yeah i think that they try like instead of letting like james i think is gonna flame out either way yeah which is sad but like kind of true yeah but they try and like it's like they're trying it feels unfair to watch them egg him on into this eventual like disastrous place because he's gonna get there that's what they want yeah and it's like because it is that's unfair yeah and that's picking on someone that is true bullying yeah because like if i like if someone really has like a bad problem or I think that they're just like a sad fucked up person, it's kind of like too bad for you. Like I'm not going to go and like poke at them and like, yeah, that's what I was just seeing. But there, there's no awareness level there and everyone's trying to protect themselves. So yeah, you know, he's always going to get it. Sheena and Adam pass. Yeah. Jack's pretend. (laughs) (laughs) oh wait james starts texting at the end (laughs) which is incredible i love it when james texts like because that's he that's his like go-to move yeah exactly moving on other people other people anyways and then stassi is like are you fucking serious like blah 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 and starts like doing that thing where and i thought he was right to be like don't fucking talk to me like don't tell me what to do like fuck off and mind your own business but then she immediately is like telling andy like it's like why do you i know i thought that was an unfortunate moment for both of them in a way because i thought they were actually good seatmates because um she's the one girl on the show that can really just handle it. Mm -hmm. And I was kind of sad to see that moment happen because I was like, I could, they could actually kind of be friends. Like that's a funny combination right there. And they could spar in a way that's really interesting. Because I thought when he started talking to her, because Stassi is some, she's like, you know, she has it in her to just shut you down. Yes. Like just pull a really mean thing out of her hat. And like, yeah, it just gave, it was like, oh, yeah, it was you're pulling like, this like powerless, yeah, like victim card. I'll do this like thing right now. It's like, if anything, I think that Stassi's one of the people on the show that could actually be like, hey, do you want to go to fucking dinner? Mm-hmm. Like, let me tell you a couple things about yourself. Yeah, you like know? tell you how it yeah, is. And I wish that she would kind of go over there. She has not made any room for James, and that's because of Katie. Mm-hmm. I get that, but I think that would actually be a fun dynamic. Yeah. It's just weird. Like I'm, tr- I'm like so uncomfortable with the way I feel about Katie because I have so much just like Me too. negative feelings towards her, Me too. and I don't know where to put those. I think that it's very warranted as far as what I see on screen and how she presents, but it goes to such a deep level that I'm like, this says something weird about me for like feeling this way about her. Yeah, for sure. I, and I, especially during her wedding season was very vocal about not liking her Mm -hmm. um, and really not liking her wedding dress. Yeah. Um, It was unfortunate. Woo mama. Um, <laughs> sorry, when you have a, a nude, quote unquote, nude underlay under your gown, it has to match the color of your skin. Yeah. Or we're not. Rule co- number one. We're not cooking. Mm-hmm. We're not cooking with gas. We're not cooking with anything. We don't have a pot mm-hmm. to piss in. <laughs> um, <laughs> but like, what do we do about Katie? Because I don't think it's going to get yeah. any better. We need ever. to talk about Katie. Yeah. I yeah. think that it's like, 
this is what like I don't know how to approach it anymore, but I can't keep approaching it from like a place of just like I, the way that it's been because it makes me feel bad about myself. Right. I guess the, oh, like my understanding of Katie is that she is like pile driving through life mm-hmm. and that nothing <laughs> is going to stop her from doing the things that she wants to do when she wants to do them and how she wants to do them. And anyone that's in her way, including her husband mm-hmm. is going to get ruined while she goes in that direction. Um, but what does she want? I she doesn't even know. know. She doesn't even know. Yeah, she doesn't know. And maybe that's where all of that anger comes from. It's just a righteousness that is at a level that I can only accept from Lisa Vanderpump most of the time. I just don't know what, she, again, like you're saying, what she's in it for or what she's after with a lot of these people. Yeah. Like, do you just, like, to have to just want to, like, fuck with someone is not interesting in any way. Like, what good came out of you trying to get James fired? Right. Nothing, really. Right. I mean, we got kind of a storyline for this season, but we also got robbed of a lot of, like, potential opportunities for more good television, like, conflict. That's very interesting, because I had said earlier in the conversation that she really precipitated what was the storyline for the season, but I love what you're saying here, which is that actually she stopped a lot of storyline from happening by putting that line in the sand. And being like, that is not sticking up for your... Getting someone else fired is not the same thing as sticking up for yourself. Right. Sticking up for yourself... Or for women. Yeah. Or for women. Right. Sticking up for yourself is being like, oh, yeah, well, like, fuck you. Like, giving, like, a good read and just letting someone just flame out, like, and be like... Exactly. Yeah. And I don't always think it's fair when they come to Tom Schwartz after that and say, like, why didn't you defend your wife? They always have these questions about his kind of eggy response to just about everything that anyone comes to him with. You're like, look at him. He doesn't even know where he is right, right. now. Like, are you, like, like, you know who each one of these characters are. The archetype is so clear and he is not that person. And if anything, she has diminished any ability he has to be that person. He can't do anything right when it comes to their relationship. I firmly believe that he is constantly in a rock and a hard place, anxiety through the roof, stressing out about his every move. Because whatever he says gives her ammunition to just like eviscerate him. And like, it's like I watched who's afraid of Virginia Woolf for the first time ever this weekend. (laughs) And I was like, Holy shit. Yeah. This is Tom and Katie. George and Martha. George and Martha. Like that is them. Right. That is so interesting. And we should put that on at the Pasadena Playhouse. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Here's your moment. Um, Like, and it's like, this relationship is just like totally fucked. Right. And I, you know, I listen, I, I wish them happiness. I don't see a lot of that happening on screen and we are seeing a small portion of their lives. So I'm trying to give them the benefit of the doubt. Yeah. But I, but I don't say that they don't seem, sorry. Go, no, no, no. I, I was going to just say what you're saying. They probably. don't seem matched. No. Um, and they seem genuinely like, I just don't believe that like, there's a real side that's like, Oh my God, their relationship is so amazing. And like, they're here for each other and like, they love each other, but like they're getting just the worst edit ever. And it's like, I don't, 
I just don't believe that. Right. It always just falls back on him. And I think that maybe that's a viewer's frustration with her. That is maybe not all her fault, but on the show, uh, Ariana is right when she says that they get a dunce's edit. The Toms do. Mm -hmm. And they're no doubt not the smartest, you know, people ever grace our television screens, but, um, it can be slightly unfair and it always comes back on Tom Schwartz as like this like dopey do nothing kind of guy. Maybe that is realistic, mm-hmm. but she gets this lady Macbeth at it on top of it. And it's frightening to watch someone not be able to see themselves. Yeah. You, you would think at the reunion that she would be like, yeah, and I really fucked up. And that Mexico experience too. Yeah. Like I was just acting weird. Like I was triggered and acting like a monster and I drank a lot that day and it just like all kind of came out. Right. And then was like, like, we did get Montezuma's revenge, but when we got home, we did fuck. Yeah. Or just like have like a laugh. Like there's no even sense of humor. And then I think like, I think there's just another element of like Katie she'll take a stand, but then expects everyone else to like back her up, which makes it not really a stand right. because you like, you get so mad if people don't see it your way or like have your back and things. It's ultimatums. It's, it's, yeah. it's they're, they're threats, mm-hmm. it's but threat. it, they're empty. I hate a loyalty threat on a reality television show. Yeah. Um, friendship is not, does not, of course it, there's a part of it, which is loyalty, but like, saying whatever anyone else believes is not loyalty. Mm -hmm. That's just being a yes man. Yeah. And like when you have someone like Sandoval, who's being just like honest about dynamics, you just, I mean, I loved that translation moment, by the way. Oh, that was a power move. Oh my God. Because he was right. And she was like, okay, let me explain it. And then they all ended up clapping for him. Yeah. But Um, they don't understand. Like, and I think Ariana just has more cachet and like respect in the group right? that and Sandoval, yeah. but that's like the power thing again, like how she played it or whatever. I mean, you must devote an episode of this, te- of this podcast to actually the women being so powerful and the men being absolute idiots. That's the edit on the show. Yeah. And the women are really powerful, yeah. which is why it sucks to see them play the victim role all the time. Right. And which is why I kind of came around to like, wait, I'm like down with Brittany. If she wants, if this is the guy that she's going to die on the hill for, yeah. and she's going to handle it by just fucking screaming at him all the time and getting like one hot crazy highlight, <laughs> then so be it like more power to her. And I want to see that from everyone. Right. Like I don't want to see like, why does everyone hate me? And then like, I don't want to see it's like they take some steps forward, but then take a lot of steps back when they're like, they were hanging out with hoes and skanks. Like, it's just like, do you understand? Like, let's not right now. The other funny thing about that dynamic is that what a frustration that the women have on the show um, that Ariana was speaking to Mm -hmm. was that the Duncey quality of all of the men has been rewarded 
in jobs and in money in investments. But those girls who are the most powerful people who Lisa says, you know, Lisa's like, well, I'm a powerful woman and I believe in powerful women. She has relegated them to hostessing duties, to being fired, to Mm -hmm. being not let back into the building even, Mm -hmm. um, and not given an opportunity to grow with her company at all. But she has rewarded the bad behavior and the idiocy of the men over and over and over again. And it's a very interesting, complex thing to think about. Yeah, you're blowing my mind right now. You're so like on point. Because I think at the end of the day, Lisa is threatened by other women. Blong. And I think that the precedent, like this show for all, like how much protesting the girls do about like being girls, girls and the girls are friends and blah, blah, blah. I think Lisa sets a real precedent of like, like she is their mentor. Mm -hmm. And when your mentor, the person you look up to the most is clearly threatened by all the women around her. Mm -hmm. You're going to just replicate that behavior and turn other women into the enemy. Right. And just like, you're going to just copycat what they're doing. And I think that that's what they kind of still all do. And it keeps them in a perpetual state of victimhood. Yes. And like, it keeps them from really forming like, bond like true bonds with each other and i do think and it keeps them supporting each other's bullshit that they pull over and over and over right and it allow it doesn't allow room for new people one of the things that was so surprising about lala's entry into the group and then evolution in the group was that and maybe a lot of this did have to do with Randall and money and all this other stuff, but that Lala was seen as such a threat for almost doing nothing mm-hmm. in front of a bunch of people trying to be fun, whatever Lala was being at in that first season. And then it came around that she was as Lisa liked her and that was powerful. And to see a lot of these girls kind of like get on one knee and accept her into the group was a bright spot for me because I felt like in many ways we, they were growing as people, Mm -hmm. but I think it was again, another power move, which is like, we're making more money. This girl is somehow becoming powerful. We need to get on board with her or else we're all going to lose our footing on this show. And I think she also never have to scramble like that. No, never. They never once do. But I think that, the key to kind of like some sort of sense of equilibrium is Sandoval breaking off from Jax and yeah. being like, you know what? Fuck you. Like you're a total dick. You're a liar. And like, we're not friends anymore. Yeah. And maybe, or at least being like honest about the situation. Right. Like maybe that creates some similar stakes for the guys. Yeah. And maybe Lisa will stop. Maybe Lisa next season will reward the women for um, working very hard and being a dynamic part of this show. Yeah, like what? The the biggest... The no big, one... What Stassi, is the biggest thing? Stasi was allowed to throw a very small party that Lisa questioned at every single turn. And that's the biggest thing that I've seen. The outfit of the day party? No, the this was not this season. It was last season when she became the event planner. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> Love that story. Oh, my, my God. <laughs> creak, creak, creak. <laughs> um, 
But I, that's the most she, she allowed Stassi back into the game and gave her a job to give her a more organic experience on the television show. Turns out they didn't really need it, and it wasn't a plot line that went anywhere. But that's mm-hmm. the most she's ever given a woman on the show. And then at the very end of that season, she offers Tom and Tom their own investment opportunity in a restaurant that she didn't even give them contracts for because, and yet she owns their name and their image. Yeah. It's bizarre. Curiouser and curiouser. I also think that Lisa knows like Stasi that job as the event coordinator kind of just became like a joke and a storyline that never really went anywhere because it was obviously like she doesn't need to do this and Mm -hmm. like, we'll watch her doing an event or not doing an event. Yeah. And like Stassi's fan base is so huge and just growing. Yeah. As evidenced by this podcast (laughs) that I think Lisa knows that she cannot turn on Stassi. She's better to align herself with her and have Mm -hmm. her back and say, I see myself in you and like play nice. than like actually try and like, not do that. And I think that Stasi has shown um, moments of growth that a lot of people on the show have not shown. Mm-hmm. And it's much easier for Lisa to play ball with that kind of person. Yeah. I mean, Stasi's really like, we've seen the, she's had the, all the struggles that have led to a lot of kind of like awakenings yeah. and like, a, like launched her on a journey. Yeah. It's so funny how like some of them learn from mistakes or like how they deal with struggle. They all have their own individual way of dealing with it. Which brings us back to Katie, which is that Katie is the one person I've seen on the show over and over and over again, who has not been able to internalize um, past mistakes. Yeah. And like, like doesn't deal like, she's had a lot of struggles, but yeah, it's like just, there's no learning from them. Right. It's It's just like a barging forward and like accusatory the the pile drive. Yeah. The pile driving (laughs) through. (laughs) (laughs) Poor Peter is now just like the shot bearer at the end of the reunion. I I love, I love it's made Peter very lovable. Like it's like, it's a real niche experience. Mm-hmm. He had two or three seasons where they really tried to get him to make out with a couple of the girls and like put him out there and it just never worked. But there is a quality to him. I'm glad to see he's growing his hair out. That Ugh, thank God I'll, for that long hair again. That's all you got, Pete. Yeah. Like <laughs> <laughs> you didn't even make those like fuzzy navel, whatever he gave everybody. By the way, I love, love, love on the Real Housewives and on Vanderpump Rules when they're doing the last toast and they always have to make a very specific two second edit to the person who is not drinking anymore mm-hmm. and have them deny the drink and explain what else they will be drinking or doing. Yeah. Um, it's at, it's at one time very gracious and at the, uh, and also like kind it's of undermining. Shady. Yeah. yeah. Cause it's like they're wait, they're banking on the moment that you go back. To <laughs> oh yes. <they're- laughs> The editors are They're thrilled. like, we just want the audience, every the millions of people that watch the show to remember yeah. this one moment where you decided to be sober. Right, right, right. Wasn't that fun? Yeah. Whoops. <laughs> Whoops. I don't I thought I think Lala is not one hundred percent sober. I think she smokes weed still. Oh. 
well, maybe it's like um, being a vegetarian or something. You have different, like a pescatarian. Yeah, like do you have different? I mean, that's obviously not what they would tell you in AA. AA. Yeah, that's not like the AA way of doing things. That's that like definitely an L- a way, an LA way, LA way yeah, yeah, of sobriety. LA way. This is like I'm not drinking, yeah. or like Sheena's not drinking because it's like too many calories. I would be interested in them going. I mean, I know they could never go in, but they, you know, they do have those those two. Uh, AA and Al-Anon places right across right the street, across from, the street from Sir. Yeah. Yeah. And also remember Laura Lee's NA meeting? Yes. So they did go into some they space what for recovery. I don't know if that was actually like an, an like the brand whatever anonymous because I yeah. don't think that you yeah. can and do that in do a that. real like just just speak on Laura Lee before before this is all over. If we're talking about Peter, if we're talking about these other people, is that has there ever been someone who's made such an impression that people still talk about Laura Lee all the time? Maybe not on the show, mm-hmm. but everyone I know like She's always talks about Laura Lee and that season of the show. I mean, it was incredible. That was one of the twists because I do I give a lot of credit that's deserved to season two for being the true thing that hooked me in forever. But if I'm being really honest, I was hooked in by Laura Lee and Jax's relationship because I'd never, is that season two? What's that was season one. That's season one. Yes. Oh my God. You're so right. Because when I was like, I was like, are you serious? And I think the thing that it was like, it made a lasting impression, but it didn't become iconic until later. It was because like, you see a lot of crazy people on reality TV. And so it was just like, oh, okay, they're crazy, like psychotic people on the show. Right. Like it's, it's like any other reality TV show, but she was a bit of a Cassandra. It's like, it's, she was, we could not see who Jax was fully until much later. Mm-hmm. And so if you go back and look at Laura Lee and that whole experience, she's screaming the end of the world to everybody who will listen. And everyone's laughing at her. Mm-hmm. And now I think that she's, I mean, even though it was wild, and she did things that were not great. Um, I th- she's been vindicated through all these years. I think Stasi was vindicated in many ways. And yeah. Her appeal, maybe one of Kristen and Katie's issues, is that they've n- they've never screamed something to the rafters that ended up being true. Katie did scream off camera about Kristen and Jack's fucking. Like she did bring that into the fold. Yes. Which is like okay, but that was like, that's different than. But like, it was different than being like talking oh. about someone's character in a way that reflects back on yours. Because Stasi looked like the crazy person, even though Jax was an awful person. Yeah, I mean, I think they're trying to do that with James, but I just don't uh, know yeah. what if that's even going to pay off. I mean, I think he's in the show, like. Yeah, I think they're kind of trying to do that with him. So maybe like they will in eight years from yeah. now. I just don't see a way of James and Raquel really moving forward, though I understand that they'll keep them around for the next season. But um, I can't imagine uh, it actually working out for him. Yeah, if they're not a lot, if they're refusing, all refusing to film with him, it's like basically over. Right. And he's not going to. Again. I think Raquel could move forward. I think if she broke up with James and turned, she she could find a way in. I think if she, I think she's in this world because she wants in this world. Right. I don't think that her and James' relationship is real. Right. I mean, the issue is that like they're all 
you know, growing up. So where do we move? Where do we go from here? Yeah. Like, it's kind of like, I don't know. I didn't really watch Glee, but I know there was the original cast of Glee and then they all had to graduate high school. Right. So then like they had to bring in new kids, but mm-hmm. they just like kept going with the show. Yeah. Um, and Vanderpump seem Vanderpump rules seems to be in that place for me right now. Yeah. I mean, the thing is there are three restaurants filled with servers in this universe, there's who four who are fucking, who are fucking, and who and are gay, fame, hungry, or and Asian, gay. or black, yeah. or <laughs> any sort of like minority, yeah, <laughs> anything other than just like straight and white, yeah, yeah. I mean, there's a treasure trove to choose from. Yep, and they're all ready. They're chomping at the bit. Yeah. Why do you think they're even working at these restaurants in the first place? Exactly. It's not like you graduate to like a Michelin level restaurant. No one's like, I'd love to wear that purple t-shirt dress that literally shows my <laughs> pussy lips. <laughs> Does anyone have an extra purse? I forgot to bring my change purse in. <laughs> that change purse. You can't even put a pen in there. Like, what is the point? Like, someone said, you know what this outfit needs is a change purse, and then decided that all the waitresses wear them. It needs about three extra inches of fabric on the dress of it. I mean, it needs to be thrown in the garbage. Yeah. The handkerchief dresses, though, I think have been retired. Like, I don't think that they wear those anymore, no, which they... makes me sad because those were <laughs> But truly... those were like those were like their special occasion dresses. Their workaday dresses were those purple ones. The purple ones Like the Ed Hardy, like looking like scribbly scribs all over it. Yeah. I think this Halloween, I'm going to fully go as like a, as just like Vanderpump rules and make like a sir dress or a <sighs> handkerchief dress. Like it's time. Wow. Maybe we'd have to get a crew together that will all My world go is exploding. as someone yes. from the show. Yes, absolutely. And I think that you have to have a tray with like, we could make drinks that look like they're falling out of the thing <laughs> perpetually, like, <laughs> like in like frozen in midair. Yes. <laughs> The tray and with maybe the one do, cocktail. Do your hair like spray it so hard so it looks a little windswept, <laughs> but it just like stays do it like, like that. As Sheena when she throws her hair, <laughs> when she throws her entire face into getting that weave around her shoulder, but it just spray it out so it's in a place of perpetual like yes, turn. Exactly. Yeah. One of the things that truly upsets me about that opening segment is that Lisa's scarf does not match any other thing on her body. It's like they're like, we need something for Lisa to have movement with. Mm-hmm. So they get her this scarf or whatever that, that she, she throws. throws. It doesn't match anything. It looks so weird and off. And then you can see like her, her hair is not like having tons of movement like some of the other girls are, but mm-hmm. you can see like all these flyaways and weird things. Her segment of it, if you look really closely, is the most unkempt and it bothers wow. me. Wow. Okay. Now I, I just have to go back. In. You did go in. That was a deep cut. Yeah. Wow. Okay. Yeah. I've never said that to anyone. I'm finally admitting it. Thank now. God. She used to throw her purse. Yeah. Too. <laughs> she used to just come in and throw a purse. Yeah, and I thought that was a power move. It's yeah, very like Miranda like, Priestly. Like, hold my back. Yeah. yeah. And then now it's just like now this the scarf. scarf. What is, should she throw next year? She should throw, she should enter with. <laughs> with both dog one dog under each arm and then like throw a dog and then throw the other dog. Oh yeah, very good. I yeah. like that. I like that a lot. And then they could both both dogs could be in like the huge cast shot. Like <gasps> someone's holding them on either side of Lisa. Wait, I have an idea. Okay. 
Though I love your idea and I yeah, yeah, no. accept and We can't it. throw a dog, though. What if... <laughs> CGI dog. You know how many people get mad yeah, at yeah, the dog? I don't trust you. Do you watch Real Houses of Beverly Hills? <laughs> um, what if she threw? It was like a symbolic thing that she threw this year. And what she does is she throws keys and she throws them directly at the screen. And then the little like, like <laughs> thing on the keys says Tom, Tom. And what she's throwing is them over to Tom, Tom. And she's starting a new season of Vanderpump rules with Raquel and Billy Lee and some other cuckoo bananas people. Yeah. And like they're, they're now on Vanderpump rules, Tom, Tom. Yeah. Or like Valley rules. <laughs> Valley Rules is where the show needs to go. Valley Rules. I'm so down for. Oh my god. I need the Vanderbilt universe to expand to at least five shows. Because I need Valley Rules, Sir, (laughs) aka Vanderpump Rules, Tom Tom. Vanderpump Vegas. Vanderpump Vegas. Vanderpump Dogs, which I'm going to hate. It's going to... But there's going to be so much hate bubbling underneath me. I know. Watching the same. That John Sessa. John Sessa is... really good under my skin and i'm just gonna go ahead and say this (laughs) i truly believe not a good person he's (laughs) He's a bad guy manipulative bad person who looks very like strangely old and young at the same time (laughs) you can't put a finger on the age yeah um uh, by the way that andy reed of sheena of saying like i think you look older (gasps) that was that i actually am was personally hurt by that for her because yeah, I think that that was mean spirited. Like, like what has Sheena ever also, done to you? Don't say that. That's when, like, that's like when guys say like, I love when girls don't wear makeup or whatever. It's yeah. like, no, you fucking don't. It was a little bit overstepping a boundary. Yeah, I thought so too. I thought that, and that she gets it enough. I like, know. She's like just you, the brunt of every joke. And you know that she, that's going to deeply cut her. Like she's still thinking about that. I mean, I mean, as best she can. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> now I'm being mean. She's just making some enchiladas in Marina Del Rey. Sheena is Does a woman of very view? simple. I can't remember. Does she have a water view? Uh, yeah. Well, it it was of the boats. Oh yeah, it's in boats. the pier. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. Because okay. she, okay. she was like, yeah. I look outside and there are boats everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get on them. Sheena but. does not like like nature outside or even no, water not, enough to really try and get a water view. Yeah, I'm not of, an like, outside an person myself, but I will say that um, I'm not sure what the appeal of it is, but... I think that she just thinks that looking at water is what you're supposed to do when you move to Los Angeles. And I kind of thought that too. Yeah. I was very surprised when I moved to West Hollywood that like, the beach I thought I was moving from New York city to like the beach. Yeah. And you're just not. No, it's a whole undertaking. Yeah. The field undertaker yeah. yeah sheena is i appreciate that she's just trying to do something different and like not trying to just be with the group you know what i mean right because it's like you're never gonna be friend like true friends with all of them i know so just like do you yes no i think that she has she has really gone out to make a new space for herself because she can't be the brunt of every joke in her own world yeah but she's she can't win for losing on that show no and she started it she did start it she was the center of the ship if she had never slept with eddie cibrian 
none of this would have ever happened. None of this would have ever happened. Then Stassi, Stassi wouldn't have had any sort of thing to be mad at her about. The crazy thing is, is that they started that show with Sheena and then in and you're like, Oh, here's this show that I'm going to watch about this girl called Sheena and some other girls. And in the door walks Stassi Schroeder and the world done changed. Yeah. And that's what I will always say about Vanderpump rules. The rest is history. The rest is still unwritten. How we already talked (laughs) about this before the show, but I said I was going to work that in because we were talking about how the Hills trailer that they keep playing is only the same footage over and over and over again. Yeah. So it's like, I'm not going to watch you. It isn't truly unwritten. Because like, what is the show? <laughs> Just Justin Bobby and fucking Ceiling Eyes. Ceiling Eyes holding hands. Yeah, being like, friend. Yeah. And, and then them on the back of like a motorcycle. Also, Justin Bobby is a crush that I'm ashamed of having had felt so hard. I'm with you to the bitter end. But I'm also like very on board with all of those guys. I mean, I was... You know, it was a formative experience. Yeah. Um, and I'm like, it was truly what into I Brody thought. Brody Jenner. I'm into. I'm into them all. You're. You love it. I mean, love I'm, I, I'm not gonna. I loved. I loved. Loved they them. Were. Yeah. Um. They, I thought when they were, they were disgusting, hot. Yeah. But that's what I like. But they were at least hot. Yeah. But and this now, version of it, no. Yeah, I'm really curious because. The Hills informed so much of what I thought LA was, yeah. like not living here and then moving here and realizing it's nothing like the Hills was shocking. Yeah. And so now I want to know. I kind of watched. Like Ledoux closed, babe. Yeah, Ledoux is <laughs> over. Like all the places. Where are they going to go? Bootsy? I guess. Do like, they go to Like no, them I guess going I don't to, know clubs they're gonna go to clubs is also kind of like well, a what weird. What are they going to go to like. It's a Kaya on third and like have like, I guess, I don't know, have a sushi Eat some meal. salad somewhere. Yeah. They, there's, they love to lunch so mm-hmm. they can do a lot of that. Mm-hmm. Back at Jones. Yeah. Jones yeah. on third made it through. It's expanded since they expanded were last there. to the Valley. <laughs> valley rules. Valley rules. <laughs> oh my God. Actually, you guys, we have, we've never given you the Monopoly board we promised you. Oh my but God. But now we have to make. Valley now we rules. have to make valley rules. Yeah. Well, we have to a whole season to like update the board. <laughs> yeah, we have to update Because after board. our last sub oh, yeah. podcast, we got together and fully mapped Well, that out. was like the first Vanderpump Rules one was like essentially like Vanderpump Rules, like the shtetl. Yeah. I mean, it was like everyone was living in these like sad sack apartments, whatever. And now we're going into mega mansions. Everyone's like giving us park place adjacent. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> Incoming property tax or whatever. Park place in the in Studio City. Right. Yeah. yeah. Ventura place. Yeah, I think that they're further back. I think that Valley Village where they're all living. Yeah, it's a little further. It's further in. And I think Jax and Brittany actually live semi far away from the rest of the crew. Oh, really? Yeah, like they live like more in like a TBD, oh. like newly coming up kind of valley zone. But isn't it weird that they all bought the same style of house? Yeah. Whose version of that? I mean, we said we like Kristen's the best, but whose version of that house are you most interested in? Um, Honestly, I think like Kristen's is fully the best. Yeah. But I feel like 
maybe Jackson Britney's is like at least kind of doing that aesthetic a little bit different. <laughs> yeah. Like one door is yeah. a different color. Right. Well, what I like about some accessories that are different, like a lantern. Yeah. What I like about Tom and Ariana though, is that it is truly so that property that people buy in Los Angeles that yeah. is supposed to be near an ocean, mm-hmm. but is absolutely not near an ocean. So it's like, you know, you see these great big houses that are being built in West Hollywood in the flats of West Hollywood that have no view, but they have wrap around glass porches and you know it's all very modern but like what's your view to yeah your neighbor's your yard? neighbor's yard yeah and you might have a pool but so what we very rarely see them in pools they're all they all have pools they now. all have pools Kristen, now. i don't think has a pool she has a backyard <clears throat> oh it's a very small backyard yeah yeah i remember that i remember that from the thing but like that's what she needs that house is nice but she only has like kind of three very small areas. I'm excited to see what Dodie, like her, I I'm, I guess I've seen her design aesthetic in her own apartment, <laughs> but I'm just praying that something else gets into her where it's not like huge clocks yeah. and like, and like lots of like Tom, Tom. black frames around things. Yeah. It's you, like a lot of metal. Yeah. She likes like black metal. Ugh, I I'm think I want to see her in like, kind of like a, boho yeah i want her to go shabby chic yeah i want her to go like, to like get like a gucci pillow yeah. throw a scarf yeah. over a lamp you want to get dote <laughs> <laughs> can we have a segment on the show oh, where we're just my like god yeah that's, that's whatever that we do that like the the mm-hmm. our producer presses the button and it goes wanna you want to get, get dote, dote. Yeah. And then we just talk about Kristen for five minutes and then we go back to the show. Yeah, that's really good. Okay, great. Oh my God. Thank you so much for being on this podcast. It's the joy of my life. Did we just talk for 27 hours? Yeah, we talked for two days. Wow, I loved every second of it and I Same. could go forever. So I know, thank you. it's just so fun. Tell everyone where they can find you. Uh, you can find me in um, my apartment, pacing around <laughs> in my underwear. But other than that, uh, on Instagram, it's writer Doyle, R-I-G-H-T-O-R-D-O-Y-L-E. That's me. Yeah. And watch Bonding on Netflix. Yeah. Watch Bonding on Netflix. Stream it now. And um, Barry is now over. We finished our second season. But Bonding. Watch Bonding. Yeah. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. Bye. I know I'm feeling. Because I know I know I'm feeling. Because I know I know.